What's up, guys? It's Gino, a.k.a. G the Rapper. You're about to watch episode three of Vino with Gino. I have my boy Alex on. It's a pretty long conversation. We touched on a lot of different topics uh, from music, education, a little bit of politics, um, current events, coronavirus, a bunch of stuff we spoke on. So I hope you, uh, I hope you can stick around and listen to the whole thing because it's a pretty good conversation. How you doing, brother? Good, man. How you doing? Hold on. Let me turn my AC off real quick. Hold up. How you doing, man? Sometimes it fucking buzzes in the... Uh... I get feedback then the whole episode. For sure, man. My fault. I'm also trying to get myself prepared. I got to celebrate. You know what I'm saying? I got to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> I got to celebrate. That was that was part of the pit stop I went to. I was like, all right, so she sent me to Target. I might as well pick up something to celebrate this occasion. But I had to see my brother succeed real quick. So, you know what I'm saying? I had to, had to pick up a little bit of that happy juice. So Yeah, man. I'm drinking already as well. <laughs> it ain't Vino with Gino if you're not drinking, brother. I know the last episode I didn't have any and it felt like I was missing something really bad. <laughs> What's up though, man? So you just put out some music, right? Um, not just yet. Um, well, I did actually, you know what? That's a lot. I put out music uh, recently. I just will say that I came all the way in March. So back all the way in March, I second away probably. So... My second throwaway project had, um, it was, first off, I was indecisive about it. I didn't even know exactly what the hell I was going to do. I didn't know what I was going to do about it for sure. And I was like. Yeah, you're breaking up. You're going in and out right now. Yeah, I don't hear you. Uh Uh-oh, you got me? I got you back a little bit now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Cutting it was cutting out a little bit. My bad, see, my bad. Hold on, hold on. Nah, it's all good, it's all good. This, this shit happens all the time, bro, because it's, you know, the original intention was for me to do this in person with people and invite people over or go by or, you know what I mean? And yeah, because, but you, quarantine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So now I'm just doing everything through Zoom and then you have your technical glitches. This, this should have been filmed on better cameras that I have and, uh, better mics but it is what it is it's hey now. Man, it's the it's the beginning grind is what they as what we should call it you know what i'm saying it's the beginning grind yeah so. yeah absolutely it's you not know, like you know if i was getting if if each guest getting knew they were getting fucking 16 million views like i was rogan then you can drive an hour to come see me but <laughs> for now it's like you know what i mean <laughs> that's, a fact. that's a fact though for sure um hold on let me see is this uh it's just still going no, no, no. You're, you're a little better now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, cool, 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 cool. All right, so I'm going to use the cup just to freestyle this shit real quick. So I'm going to occasionally put my phone down so I could do a toast with you or some shit. So. <laughs> For sure, man. So, um, yeah. So what, what was we even – I don't even remember what you asked me, bro. You're going to have to – <laughs> I was asking you about music, bro. I, I remember you sent me something a while ago. You sent me a link to something on SoundCloud. I was listening to it. And then you said you had some more shit coming out. I thought you oh. put it out already, but you didn't. Yeah, nah. Um, so not just yet. I was, uh, I was planning on, I was actually planning on doing this before the, uh, before the podcast, but I was like, you know, I'm probably going to have to at least just take a little bit more time with it. But, um, you know, just to kind of like figure out the mixing and mastering like side of it. Cause I'm doing all of this like by myself. So like, I'm not, I haven't like made like studio time or nothing like that. I mean, clearly cause of quarantine, but at the same time, I was never really doing this. All I was doing was looking up different tutorials, you know, simple shit. Yeah. On you, 
being like, okay, well, I'm going to take from this guy. I'm going to take it from that guy. And I'm going to just take some notes here and there on the phone, figure out what I'm going to do with this shit. But, yeah, that's the way yeah. to do it, bro. What do you, what uh, software do you use to record? So the software that I use to record is, is uh, FL Studios. So okay. that's basically been like my main go-to software. I mean, I tried to kind of dabble a little bit with the other ones, but I wasn't really too sure on exactly like what what avenue I was going to be led to um, led into. So I kind of just stuck with what I knew. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, overall, I haven't really, uh, I haven't had, I haven't had like um like too much of a hassle with it. So it's just been like that thing to you know stick with. Nice, bro. And you're teaching yourself how to like mix and master and everything? Like you just Oh because I'm sure. doing the same thing. Oh for sure. Yeah. I mean and I you know what? It's kinda I feel like sometimes, you know, at least in my opinion, I feel like it's a little bit of a better way to kind of get like an understanding of it. You know, because, you know, it this is really it's really on based on your vision overall especially on not even on just the producer side, but also on, you know, the creative, like writing side, and, you know, so on and so forth. Cause you figure like you're going to hold, you know, hold yourself down and you're going to be like, all right, I'm going to work a concept album. But how am I going to make this concept album sound? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's one of those things that you kind of keep in mind, like as you're teaching yourself. Yeah. 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 Yeah, bro. I'm going through the same thing right now. And I feel the same way. Like it's just better. It's better to not have to rely on anybody either. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I want to, I want to be able to, to like the producing is the last thing that I'm doing. Like, I don't know how to do beats and I'm not even attempting that right now, but it was just mixing and mastering for now. Cause I can always, you know, I have a friend James who, um, who's been sending me beats. Um, and I loaned him my splice account. You got it. You know what splice is? Have you ever heard of that? I'm familiar with it. I don't really know, uh, too much about it i heard like you get like you, you get like stems and like different things from that right you can get bro there's like so much shit like it's so i pay nine dollars a month and uh, you get a hundred credits so it's beneficial if you know how to do everything if you know yeah. how to produce mix and master it's the most beneficial but okay. um so yeah you get a hundred credits a month and then you can buy sounds, loops, different producers put shit on there. Like I, I downloaded a whole pack from Boy Wanda. Like, yeah, okay. You can also get so you can it's it's additional. Uh, the the beats and the production end come with the nine dollars a month, right? And then if you want to spend additional money, you can get different plugins to mix your vocals, different plugins to master everything, and that's like some of them are like ten dollars a month, fifteen dollars a month, but those are rent to own. So if it's only, if it's 300 bucks or whatever, I'm paying 15 a month. I kind of don't mind because it's like, I'm buying it. I'll have it eventually. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So, I, I, that's actually not that bad. Like I've, I've always been skeptical about those, those like websites, bro. Like I'm, you know how they go, you know how they go. They like up and down to see that they up and down or they just come and go. And then you don't hear about them at all. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm always, I'm, trust me, I'm really skeptical about shit like that, but. Uh, one of my friends recommended it to me and there's a lot of shit for beginners too. Like, I don't know if it'll work with, I don't know if it'll work with the software that you use. Um, but you could probably Google that and find out the plugins that I bought to mix your, I bought one to mix your vocals and one to master your vocals. And it has something called vocal assist and master assist. You literally record it, play it with the vocal assist on 
it will configure what it thinks it should do to your voice. And then you just fuck with it off of that. Like it does 80% of it for you. It's I like so, that. Yeah, man. And so just definitely for beginners, like, cause I'm doing the same shit, bro. Like literally a month ago, I had no idea how to do this shit. And now I have four songs that I mixed and mastered by myself that I'm like happy with, you know what I mean? For something, for me just starting, I'm happy with the quality of it only being right. a month of me doing this. That's so, hard. I actually like the idea of that. That's dope. Cause like, so like with FL, um, like I'll record, but I'll, I'll do it in like a third party app. So I won't, I won't do it on, um, I won't do it through FL specifically. Like for all my like, rec like recording vocals, yeah. just like raw, raw uh, audio and stuff like that. I'll do it through Audacity. And then what I'll do is I'll take from Audacity, like the WAV file, I'll put it on um, to FL Studios, kind of figure out how to mix and master it with the different um, plugins that they got on there. Okay. So, the, so like with each and every one of them, they kind of have like these certain settings. So like if you're, if you're working specifically, I guess like on drums, let's say like on the on the drums on the kicks and then the snare and everything like that it has like specific um layouts or like i guess i guess uh i don't know what, i don't know another word to call it but let's just call it a layout so like a certain layouts where like they'd be like okay so if you want your, your jumps to kind of sound like this like punchy or this this that and the yeah. third have this setting if you wanted to sound light they got this setting if yeah pre like presets presets yeah there you go so yeah so yeah that's got, dope bro they got that shit like it definitely it definitely comes in handy. It definitely comes in handy. Yeah, that's the way to learn, man. I've been honestly, I've been just fucking around with that, and then I'll like, I'll get do like YouTube videos, and like you uh -huh. said, just watch other guys do it, take notes, be like, all right, that was cool. I fuck with that. I don't want that, and then just right. You gotta just and, figure it out, man. And what I've loved about it, about that actually, what I loved about that aspect is that a lot of these, at least some of the producers that I found. They're not necessarily cocky about it. Like, you know, everybody got to be cocky about their sound, obviously. But, yeah, you know, they're not cocky in the sense of it's like, this is the best way of doing it. Like, everyone that I've at least watched and observed has said that there is really no, like, a, like obscure, like, way of really following. There's always, like, a different, like, everybody's got a different sound. Everybody's got a different way of putting their punches and everything like that. Yeah. And that's the dopest part about it is that you can actually, like, get yourself influenced with all these different styles and be like, all right, so how am I going to take yeah 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 same with me i've only i've only seen a couple guys because anytime i watch videos I, I i stick to the same guy once i find someone that i like but out of like yeah. three four people the same thing everyone's like yo like and i'm also reading uh russ's book it's all in your head uh, yeah and he says the same thing too like in the beginning he didn't know how to do shit and he was like I'm just doing it by how I hear it. If I like it, I don't like it. I like it. I don't like it. I just hit. He goes, I just, at one point, he's like, I'm just pressing buttons until I liked what I heard back in the headphones. See? And, and sometimes <laughs> it's better than better that way, rather than you kind of focusing on your vision because you get too distracted in that. and You're like, I got to be a perfectionist now and all this other shit. Yeah. So it's, it's dope to really go that way. Yeah. That's yeah, why. Yeah. So kind of to, to bring this back, that's kind of why I like looking back at it now, like after I've worked on, on both of them, um, it's kind of why I kind of like doing like these throwaway projects because like every now and then I won't have like a vision or I'll think I'll have a vision for something and then I'll just be dead for it. And I'll be like, fuck, what am I doing with this shit? All right. And then I'll go back and go to the next one. And six months later, sometimes I'll come back to it. And I'll be like, no, I heard this one sample. Oh shit. And then I'll go run and get to this bitch. Put everything yeah. Like, all right, cool. I'm happy with that. It doesn't have a vision, but I'm cool with this project. So, and then, hence the throwaway. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. 
it's fucking dope. Yeah, man, absolutely. I mean, you know, I've been trying, like, that's the, the new problem that I saw coming with me mixing and mastering my own stuff was that I'm going to try to be a perfectionist, that I have to fight that right now. You know what I mean? I have to yeah. fight, like, being like, because uh, now you can listen back and be like, oh, I can change that. Oh, I could do this. Oh, I should tweak that, yeah. whatever. And it's like, sure. just put the shit out, man. I don't want to sit on music either. You know what I mean? I've been sitting on, I have like 10 records that I, that I recorded in November and it's about to be what we're fucking four months away from it being a year. You know what I mean? I recorded like 10 songs, like and I'm just sitting on them. So now I'm starting to slowly drop, you know, Atlas was one of them. The song that I just dropped, I recorded that shit in December, you know? Oh shit. So that's wild. See that um, it's fucked up. I think around that time, was when I had done this, uh, I forget what beat I was working on. I think it might have been the Lupe beat that I had did. And, okay, so, fucked up. So, remember how you said you listened to that, uh, to that project? So, the first beat, I think the first song that's on there was the, was one of the beats that I actually sent you. And I okay. was like, okay, so he don't know what he want to do with it. I don't know what I want to do with it. And eventually, I was like, I got tired with this shit. And then I heard a Lupe song on, that, on, my, on one of the albums that I was playing in a rotation. I was like, oh, shit, don't sound too bad together. So I'm gonna put this, I stripped the audio, put it all together. I was like, fuck it. Yeah. That shit out, laid it out. And I sat on it for a while. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with this shit again, man. This shit sounds like trash. And then I think eventually my partner looked at me and he was like, just drop it. <laughs> Stop yeah. fucking around. Just drop it. <laughs> yeah, man, because you get in your again, that's fucking Russ's book. It's all in your head. Like you get in your own head. And music is so subjective, bro. Like one of the songs that that I have out that has the most streams, and I don't have a ton of streams on anything, but it it, it surpasses all the other ones by a long shot. It was one of the songs I was least confident in. You know what I mean? Like you never sure. fucking know, bro. It's just I gotta hear. I gotta hear which one it was though. Cause if it's my favorite one, I'm gonna be tight. <laughs> Well, no, the second, the, it, the, my second highest streamed one, which is like a hundred and something above anything below it is the first song I ever put out past that the smoking what? one. And I don't, I don't really fuck like looking back, I don't fuck with it. I did it three years ago. It was the first time I ever recorded like professionally on it. You know what I mean? And I don't fuck with it. And, yeah. and that has the most, and then the, the, I think my top one is dead dreams. And that's probably because the production on that, was really fucking good like it the sample is good and that was i was leasing a beat from somebody you know what i mean but going forward my plan is to never do that again like never lease I, i'm gonna just purchase beats from people oh, yeah. that fuck with me and or do eventually do shit myself you know you know it's wild so I, I i looking back at that uh at dead dreams which is honestly one of my favorites from you i think i think my favorite from you right now Cause I feel like it, it is different, you know, listen, listening to it over and over again. Um, oh, hold up. My fault. The shit. Yeah. Thing. It's all good. It um, just cut out for a second. Yeah. So I think my favorite from you was probably, um, it's probably demons because of the fact that like, you know, I listened to it over and over and again and I'm like, this is some crazy shit, but it surprises me because, um, dead dreams was my top one until demons came out. So it surprised me that that's even a thing. Even Lisa, because I heard this shit and I was like, "Is this only singing?" 
bro and see like nobody yeah. no nah, but that that whole chorus part that's not me that's a fucking sample you know what i mean and so i feel like crazy. people people fuck with it because it sounds that much more professional because half of the song isn't me you know what i mean but like see like the uh what you just said about demons bro like nobody listened to that song that's probably my lowest you're probably wow. the only streams i have on that song <laughs> you know what i mean so like it's, again, wild. it is all subjective, bro. Don't question yourself. Just make some shit. If you loved it when you make it, made it, put that shit out. Like, for sure, for sure. Because I know. think I think that's the thing that people forget, and um, you know, people forget to kind of focus that energy on like really anything. Like, you know, and every, again, it's that perfectionist type mindset. And you know, as much as repetitive as as the subject is. It's terrible because everything about it is, is is repetitive. You always think about it and you're like, you know, all right, I gotta go back to this. I gotta go back to that. No, because that don't sound right. Shit, that don't sound right neither. Now I just mix that. Now that don't sound right. Yeah, like, I've been doing that. I've been doing that the last couple of weeks. And what I what I've found is gonna work best for me, I think, for now at least going forward, is like, uh, listening to the song, working on the song for two three hours at a time, and then taking like two days and not listening to it. Take a break. I yeah come mm -hmm. back to it and be like all right is there anything different not nah, am i good the second time if i'm good the second time it's done master it and i'm done i'm putting that in the done that's my and you know what i feel like that's the shit low key that stopped me from even dropping this recently because i had i actually have intention so i you know what fuck it i'm fuck it we're gonna do this we're gonna do this live uh so fuck <laughs> it i'm i have intentions on at least drop in like for the first two as like a preview, at least two songs. And I don't know which, I don't know which project I'm gonna do it on. I don't know. I, all I know is that I got something recorded. I don't know exactly how I feel or which one I should necessarily take the avenue on I'm uh, promoting first. But either way, I just know that whatever I drop, I know that I feel like the confidence is gonna get to the point where I'm gonna be like, all right, fuck it. I just gotta drop this shit. So. But I think, you know, again, it's just that mindset. You got to just get over that hump and just yeah, kind of let it breathe, bro. You got to just let it breathe. So, like, I, I started taking your method, actually, um, with the last one that I just finished where I'm – I even told myself, like, I can't look at that project file no more. I'm not – because if I look at it, I know I'm going to fuck with it. So I finished that one, and it took me a second to kind of, like, realize, okay, maybe I got to let this sit because I'm going to like it too much. This is another problem. You like it so much within the first day, within the first hour that you listen to. You go back to it later on, and you try to fuck with it a little bit more, and then all of a sudden, nothing sounds right at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that bothersome shit where it's like, what the fuck? For all you know, for all you know, you didn't let it sit, sit alone for a while, and you probably like the shit. But you just dissing it already just because of what you heard before. Yeah, it's you know? all it's a, it, there's a balance between that, bro. There's a balance between the two things we were just talking about. You know what I mean? Like not mm -hmm. overdoing it and making sure it's done. You know what I mean? It's crazy. And it and it honestly it's all no no one else can tell you but you, man. You know? Oh, oh absolutely, brother. Absolutely, man. That's crazy. Absolutely. Yeah, I've been I'm I'm working on a ton of music, man. I got uh Atlas just came out Friday. I got another song coming out uh next monday a week from oh, tomorrow and oh, then pass that part <laughs> yeah right i should i should just because that got mad i should update that yo you just gave me a great fucking idea 
<laughs> you give me, I mean, sarcastically or whatever, but that's fucking awesome, dude. I might, bro. I might do if that. you're, bro, I will sarcastically go in with, go in with you on this. Okay, <laughs> I let me know if you really do this shit. I will write something like I'll yeah. write a good twelve bar. I'm so serious about this. Bro, now that – and honestly, I was going to tell you that too. Now that I'm doing everything by myself and I don't have to worry about uh, getting studio time or having someone come here or me going so, – like, I could definitely do something and send it to you. Or if you want to send me a beat that you're working on, bro, I can uh, – I'm, I'm – in the last three weeks, like, to, the, to a month, I've been in the best uh, – I've set myself up to be able to do this shit as efficiently as possible. So we could definitely bang something out now, bro. For sure, man. And you know what? You know what? I meant to say this at the very beginning of this shit. I feel like <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like 50 Cent on the Lil Wayne interview. Be like, yo, shouts out to you, brother, because all this shit. You know what I'm saying? But for real though, <laughs> so for real though, bro. Um, shouts out to you, man. Like you've been, you know, even if past that was a like a flop to you or anything like that for from every record that you released started with to everything that you released put out now like even if it's my favorite like demons and fucking you know that new that no sleep ep was dope you know everything that you, you put bro. out from afar bro like you've done nothing but i feel like just improve at a rapid speed and a lot of motherfuckers cannot do that shit thank and, you bro and like for sure man like you know I, i'm watching you, I'm not gonna front, bro. Like this is this is some big homie shit. But like, if it wasn't for homies like you, if it wasn't for homies like Kev, uh, my other homie Kevin. Shouts out to Kevin, um, Jeremy, uh, Jern Speedberg, and fucking Jay King Kai, All them homies that I know locally. If it wasn't for y'all mm-hmm. homies, I probably wouldn't have been, you know, this like enthusiastic about necessarily continuing to make this make this happen. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for shit like that, because I see, like, growth and I see shit that kind of just fucking takes off tremendously. Even with even with this podcast, bro. Like, you know how long homies got to, like, sit on an idea and just like, yeah, 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 I'm going to do it. And then just sit on that glass of wine and they ain't never do that shit. Yeah, yeah. Some wild shit, man. Thank so, like, you, bro. That ass, that ass for real, man. I appreciate it, man. Honestly, dude, it, uh, it was only, it's only been recent that I've at least felt that, like, if you say that you've seen the growth or whatever, like, I really appreciate that. But for me, I, I didn't, you know what I mean? And it's yeah. only been recently that I've gained that confidence of being like, Oh, like I'm fucking doing this. Like what, like forget about outside voices or whatever. I have to prove this to myself. You know what I mean? For like, sure. for sure. And, and, and I don't mean to cut you off. How, no, does no, it no. Feel? How does it feel knowing that you accomplished that? Because a lot of people, a lot of people get, kind of stuck in that you know what i'm saying a lot of people get stuck in that and they don't necessarily like envision like a better picture for themselves well i i said it the other day man i forgot the exact words but like i put it in a tweet the other day like you know sometimes you got to just take a step back and be like oh wow i've i've come a long way but you have to humble yourself and be like i still have a really long fucking way to go So, like, you admire that and you appreciate it, but you do it for a second, and then it's like, all right, keep keep going. So, like, it hasn't hasn't been – and honestly, bro, like, I keep going back to it, but it's just because it's so, like, influential to me. I started reading that Russ book, and it fucking just – something just clicked, bro. Like, literally, I I don't know – I don't know if you, like, read a lot or anything, but I don't. I never did. I (laughs) – No? 
I'm right around the corner with you. Like the, I feel like the last book that I dedicated myself to and read, I'm not even gonna lie, no funny shit, was probably like in the six, seven years ago. And it was mm. probably like either an R.L. Stein book or mm. a motherfucking- <laughs> Like To Kill a Mockingbird in high school yeah, or some like shit. Yeah, like that, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But whatever. But yeah, yeah, bro, listen, I, I, I was telling, um, I had my friend Sean on this thing earlier. And I was telling him the same thing. Like that book is a fucking mindset shifter, bro. And even if you don't read, I suggest, I suggest everybody, everybody that's rapping. It's like any, I mean, he wrote it really as a broader thing for anyone creative, but anybody rapping, anyone coming up in this rap like shit and want, and wanting to make that um, a career. I suggest you get that book or that audio book because it's literally like each chapter could be read separately. It's like, it, it's not like a book. It's a mindset. It's meant to give you a new perspective. And bro, it lit a fire under my ass. And I was just like, because for the longest time, bro, I always thought like, you know, I'm the rapper, I'm the writer, but I'm not the producer. I'm not the computer guy. I'm not the, you know, and reading that book just made me say, nah, I have no choice. I have to be everything. Like you have to do this, yeah. you know? And it, uh, it definitely just shifted everything for me confidence wise. And just like, just do this shit. Don't listen to outside voices. Drop everything. Put everything out. Like, so I got a I got a lot of shit planned just for the rest of the year, bro. I got another music video coming out. Um, okay. I got a project coming out right after the music video. I got a couple singles coming out. Like, and this is all before the end of the year. So I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a bunch of shit, man. It, it, I suggest uh, I suggest even if you want to just listen to it, bro. Get that audio book. Facts, man. I you know. Certain, certain, certain albums I treat like, you know, like how you treat in that audio, but like I, that's how I kind of treat certain shit. So like one of, uh, one of the quotes that I've been going by, and I tell this to everybody, bro, I've been telling this to everybody because it's been sticking with me ever since I heard that rhyme. But I, so there was an underground group. Well, they, they weren't really underground. Like they were also well known. Some of their songs were like in uh, hit titles in like the 2006 times era whatever the fuck. And one of them spit a bar and was like, I read a pro something, something. And he said, if you want the flower to bloom, you got to put it out in the rain. That shit right there. When I heard that exact line, I was like, oh, fuck this. I was, I literally said, okay, fuck whatever type of mindset that I was in beforehand. I'm going to continue to do exactly what I'm doing just because of that shit. Cause it's true. It's just a simple line like that. It's true where you go through these different dark times, whether it's you taking a pause from music or whether it's you taking a pause from anything that you're really dedicated to. All of it happens to have like in a, in a gap. Everything happens in a gap. Everything happens, whether it's a good side or a bad side. And you kind of got to learn how to go through that in order for you to kind of just be that flower and bloom. And that's what I fucking love about shit like that. And especially what I love about hip hop in general. Mm. because of certain lyrics like that and certain yeah. people like that that kind of scouts me like as if I'm reading a fucking book you know yeah, so like, yeah. for you, it's like Russ like for me it was like homies like Five Dog Lupe fucking mother, um, Gambino at times I, yeah. I, can't, I, was, I went to his concert but I, <laughs> um, you know like and even I'm not even gonna front he grew on me very late in the game and I'm kind of tight now knowing that I really could have been a fan of this guy but Mac Mac was a real, Mac looking back at his shit, like, and then listening to his Good AM fucking album and fucking, what's that other one? Uh, 
the one that really put me on to him, watching movies with the sound off, I think is what it was called. Uh, watching, yeah, I think that was, I don't know if that was the name of the album. I don't know. Yeah, some some shit like that. But it was him, and it was just like him with a TV, some shit like that. He was like ass naked. So I was like, all right, Mac. But I, but like listening to that album was like, it was it's, it fucks me up now. Like looking back, and I'm just like, wow, man. Like this dude, not only did he put on so many people, but he inspires so many people just throughout his lyrics, bro. Like the shit is ridiculous. Yeah, it's watching movies with the sound off. But yeah, man, that Mac was, and I'm I'm kind of mad at myself that I didn't remember that that was it, but. Mac, I've been speaking on that, bro. Mac has been, Mac was the most inspirational because, you know, you get inspired by whoever you listen to when you're young. Oh, yeah. Like Eminem, Tupac. Those were the two biggest ones for me. But Mac was like the first person that I saw, like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I watched him come up. You know what I mean? Like Mac was the first yeah. person that I saw when I was 13, he was 16, he's putting videos on YouTube and I'm like, oh shit, this is actually possible. This isn't just me fantasizing about being Eminem. You know what I mean? Um, and he was definitely more than a rapper, bro. He was a full on musician. Like he played the piano and the guitar and like he, you know what I mean? So there's a, that's a different caliber that at least right now I'm not capable of being at, you know what I mean? If that's down the road for me, maybe, but uh, I think people that know different instruments, multiple instruments fluently, that's a different level of musician. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, Mac was super yeah. talented. Yeah. The video that I have coming out um, in September, September, it's September 7th. So Mac passed on September 7th. Yeah. And that, you know what? That day fucks me up because it's my little brother's birthday. My birthday is September 8th. Uh, that's video. C- there you go. There you go. Yeah. That's some wild shit. Yeah, it fucked me up, man. It fu- so it was two. It would be two years. So it was he passed the day before my twenty second birthday, and it fucked me up. And um, so the video that I'm dropping is kind of like an ode to him. I pretty much I found a beat that I thought was similar in in cadence and BPM to uh, Kool Aid and Frozen Pizza, and then okay. I wrote just pretty much just bought like his Kool Aid and Frozen Pizza didn't have much of a. It was just his like yo I'm here now thing. And I fucked with the music video and I'm, I named the song Mac and Cheese and uh, Mac, you know, and um, I'm putting it out on his two year anniversary of his death, which is also the day before my 24th birthday. So that was he he was the biggest fucking he was the biggest uh, inspiration to me as far as like just this is possible. That's it. This is possible. You know, so who else? Who else? Who else are your other inspirations like writing wise and shit like that? Um, I mean, writing, it was pretty much, I could summarize it in like four people, bro. It was Eminem, Tupac, and then Mac. And now I would say Russ for all different reasons. You know what I mean? M is like the craft. M is like the mathematician of bars. You know what I mean? Like Uh, anything lyrically that I do is because of that. Uh, Pac is the storyteller. Pac is... You could say whatever you want to say, but make sure there's a fucking meaning behind it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And then Mac is the inspiration of like, I was just a kid in Long Island looking at this kid three years older than me in Pittsburgh. You know what I mean? Doing it like, oh shit, you can do this. He got a boy to film a video. He got whatever. You can do this. And then Russ is like, you can do this yourself, motherfucker. You know what I mean? You can do this by yourself, for yourself, in your room 
have this mindset, do it this way, think you're the best, whatever, you know what I mean? Like for so those four people, for all varied reasons are the top for me, you know what I mean? And I know for you, it's like Lupe and, you know. Um, you know, so like for me, it's like, you know, I, I might have named like random rappers, but like, you know, Lupe was like more of like, okay, this is how you could fuck with people's minds, like whether you're telling a story or you're having like a whole concept album. So like for me, the biggest things are one of the biggest inspirations out of his whole catalog is probably um, The Cool, it was just a second album. Um, it had like, you know, hits like Superstar, um, you know, Paris Tokyo, a few other, a few other hits, um, Dumb It Down, which is what, like his big one still I consider like one of his craziest pen game um, sessions. Uh, and then there's another album of his uh, called Food and Liquor 2. And even with the first one, it taught me, as well as other rappers like Gambino and fucking even Tyler, the creator, those three rappers pivotally taught me, like, I could be weird as fuck, but I could also be cool as fuck by telling these different stories of, like, whether it was fantasy or, like, weird shit and, like, also have a unique sound with it. And that's yeah. why I've liked artists like that. And even with a child called Quest, because those those motherfuckers included like De La Soul and like everybody that was like part of the Zulu Nation mm -hmm. and shit like that, they were looked at as the weirdos because they're yeah. the that were trying to keep the peace in hip hop while everybody else was feuding. And that's what that's what overall kind of inspires me, even with like logic stuff. So like, you know, I'm not the craziest fan of his like the of his stuff now, because you you know like just I. <laughs> I love Logic, but damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, even with with him being like that, like I actually envied the motherfucker because he had uh he had the voice of he had Steve Blum on his on his albums, which was the fucking voice of Spike from Cowboy Bebop and motherfucking uh the dude from Tsunami. Like yeah. that's shit. You you gotta just respect that different level of like like where I go to when I think of Logic, I was I forgot what song I was listening to the other day, but like he had Neil deGrasse Tyson uh, narrate that whole lot. Like you have to just respect certain levels of being like, yo, no, who the fuck else would have thought of that, bro? And Absolutely that's got a no. great voice. That's like you know, if someone got Morgan Freeman to fucking narrate there, you know what I mean? It's just it's it's dope, man. Neil deGrasse Tyson has one that's of those saying, voices. Bro. That's exactly what the fuck I'm saying. So, like, literally, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he definitely does. He definitely does. He has one of those fucking voices where it's like, you don't hear it anywhere else. And I think I think it was perfect for him to actually pick Neil out of everybody else. I think it was perfect for him because of the, the dialogue and everything that he was going yeah. through the whole album. Which, you know, wasn't his, it wasn't his best album. It wasn't his best album, for mm. sure. But I, I, overall, the whole concept of it was... I thought it was dope. I thought it was probably his better, you know, concept out of every single one that he's dropped. Yeah. See, I also, and you just mentioning all of them kind of made me think of somebody else too, for like that same reason. Another inspiration for me is Action Bronson. Cause he's just out there too. He's just like, <laughs> say what the fuck, you know what I mean? Wild. He's so wild. And that's another dude that I actually really give props to because I, He's he's one of those underrated guys that it's like he's not 
You see, the, he's one of those dudes where he was put in, I feel like was put in the same catalog as like Mac and fucking, unfortunately, like Mac, Tyler, and like Future, everybody else like that, where it was like, you either love him or hate him. Mm-hmm. But like, you can't, but for me, it was like, you either love him or hate him, but you cannot deny like the craftsmanship in there. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. There's so many records where he's just, where he said after the fact or whatever that he's just gone in there and like freestyled and like he just freestyles on shit and it's like, you know, so many of his rhyme schemes, his flow that like sometime will be offbeat a little bit, but he'll pick it up. Like, I don't know. You just got to respect the weirdness when it works. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like one of the biggest one, weirdest ones for me, like the whole off flow shit kind of was uh, one of his biggest ones, uh, acting crazy. That when that, when that dropped, I was like, this is weird as shit. But like, yeah. Killing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and he'll, you know, and there's nobody else that I can think of that raps on just the weirdest shit that he's like his, uh, I don't know. Was it, I don't know if it was on white Bronco or the one he, or the project he dropped after that. But, uh, uh, he had was... the Irishman freestyle and then he had live from the moon and both of those fucking songs oh, like, yeah. like live from the moon was such like a Corleone. It felt like you were just watching a Godfather and then here comes this big ass white dude just fucking barring up on it for two minutes and i'm like oh shit and then his bars are just like you know like what other motherfucker said i think i don't know if it's i think it's on live from the moon where he says um what's up that's don Cheadle. no that's just me ho like yo what the fuck you what are you saying bro what are you like he just compared don Cheadle to his fat white ass bro like are you kidding me but it's just like you gotta respect i don't know it's just crazy but I admire that too because it's it's because you I admire that only because of the um not giving a fuck like I don't yeah. give a fuck what anybody else says about that bar like out of your comfort zone you can get out of everybody else's comfort zone which is what like I kind of sort of love about certain rappers yeah so you know especially with him like he'll rap. so what are he saying baby blue he said he said some shit like you go order whatever the special C is white snake and underwear sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That bar too, bro. White snake and underwear sauce. Like, what the fuck, dude? I remember hearing that. I was like, what the fuck did he just Who the say? fuck thinks about that, bro? And then, see, to me, like, that forces the people around you because Chance Chance got weird in that. You know what yeah. I mean? In, in that song, Chance gets weird. So it's like... So great. You pulled... You, you now... If I'm Chance, I don't know who put what verse first, but I'm assuming Action Bronson had the verse and then Chance, uh, you know, did his on it. But if I'm Chance then and I'm hearing that, I'm like, oh, I got to go down into this man's world now. I got to be extra weird, you know? And, 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 it, was, and it was so beautifully done. It yeah. was so beautifully done. The minute I just heard, the minute I heard the first two bars out of like Chance's mouth, the minute I heard, I hope you get a paper cut. On your yeah. tongue, a razor, and I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. awesome, man. That that one bar I always has to die. He said, I, "What do you say?" He said, "Um, I hope you win your lottery and lose your ticket. I hope this in for Socrates or something in the kitchen." I was like, "I supposed to shut the fuck yeah. up, shit!" Like, this is great, yeah, so man. great. Mm-mm. But yeah, dude, that's I, you know. Everyone inspires you for different reasons, but I would say th- those are kind of mine, you know, for all those different reasons. And it kind of culminates into everything I'm trying to do, pull a little bit from everything, you know? Yeah. Was Biggie ever uh, ever an inspiration for you? 
Yeah, no, he definitely was, um, but he just, just not to the, as Tupac. Yeah, not to the level of Tupac, and like hearing everything and hearing everything. Be- like, I, honestly, I think Biggie is Biggie's probably the better rapper, and Pac is the better storyteller. But you know, always I, I say that I say that a lot. I feel like the bar, both bars are definitely there out of the two of them. Yeah, the bar there. No, there's no denying on any of that. But however, I feel like they have their own ways of trying to have their own concept. And I feel it with, with Tupac, it was more of like, okay, I'm going to hit you with bars, but this is how I'm going to hit you with bars. Yeah. And it would be like so upfront and it was in your face. But it was dope though, because yeah. he was one of those kind of weird rappers, but he was gangster with it. It was, it, And it's two different personas too, you know? Like the, you're talking about a time before social media and before like, so both of these guys had to have their they're what they are and what they stand, you know, like Biggie was, Biggie was looked at as like a boss, you know what I mean? And Biggie had all the fucking female bars about, you know what I mean? Like exactly constantly got like, if you listen back to some of the shit that he was saying, bro, it's like so sexual. It's like, how the fuck was this considered gangster rap? You know what I mean? Yeah. This was more like a, okay, I'm trying to fuck rap. Yeah. It's crazy. But like Tupac, Pac, I admire Pac because of the activism shit too. You know what I mean? And like, just, that was his persona. Exactly. I feel like that's what a lot of people had to respect out of his catalog was that he was one of those people who was like, I'm a thug, but I, I also got love for the, for the streets. I also got love for the people. And I think that's what a lot of people really lacked on around that time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and, I, and that was why a lot of people really appreciated it. And that's why people consider him that storyteller because of what he was doing for the people. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's dope. I think, that, I think, that, I think that's a dope way of really looking at the two of them. Just because, so, you know, got the look. <laughs> so good, bro. <laughs> I think, I think, I think out of the two of them, and it always kills me because I feel like I got to, I got to tussle with, with them or uh, who else do I always tussle with? I never know which one I like more, uh, Method Man and Red. Mm. So like them two, me and my dad always get into it. And he's like, you know, it's not because he, he's from Jersey. So, like, if he'd be like, it's not because it's, I'm from Jersey, but it's just because I like the pen name more. But, uh, you know, I like Red Man more. And I was like, really? I was like, at the time, I was like, you know, what about Method Man? Like, you know, like, I'd be like, I came to bring the pen home. And meanwhile, I'm like 13. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, I would go back and forth with them. And I feel like, they were another duo that I would always argue about. They both inspired the hell out of me, but I would never know which one I would like more because of just them being their own kind of like styles. Yeah. Nobody else really has the same flow and style like that. So like Method Man, for example, Method Man, the homie stopped cursing in all of his songs. Any of his songs, you were never going to find a curse without a hit mm. person. And he's, he said that he's been doing this for the past, I think, five years or some shit like that. I didn't even notice, man. I literally just figured out different words to kind of just rhyme shit with. Like, obviously, I'm a global person, but I'm going to still rhyme stuff with this other things. And, like, he's, like, the only reason why, like, my album is considered explicit at this point is just because of everybody else. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, it's it's crazy. It's fucking wild. So, all right, you know, let me ask you this then, actually. Who, out of both of them, will you really, like, have you listened to this with them, too? 
I wasn't, I wasn't, um, not until, I don't want to say more recently, but not until after the fact, you know what I mean? Like the same with obviously, uh, Big and Pac was before my time. So you're listening to everything after. Oh, I feel I- like, yeah, I feel like if we would have been listening to it in the moment, we would have maybe different opinions about it. You know what I mean? Because sure. we're back and I, so I would only say Method Man, but that's only because I've heard more Method Man. More than you know what I mean? Uh, so it's like yeah. almost not a fair, you know, there's some, there's some dudes from some time periods that we can't, we just can't have a fair assessment of, you know what I mean? Oh, oh no. And Stress. I feel that way kind of with Big and Pac too, but I just know that I've listened to more, if not almost all of both of them. So I can, I can. Because it's all about a matter of if you're familiar with the catalog yeah 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 so i would only say meth but because i've only heard more and because meth is more active now too like some of the freestyles and videos that he's put out like i still fuck with everything he said you know what i mean like i still oh, yeah. so that's why that would be more prevalent to me like uh like a few years ago did you see uh when who was it it was him and somebody else that was on sway um oh fucking black thought him and black thought yeah yeah yep yeah, and even, even with even with him just reading off of his phone, Method Man was still killing it. And, and Black Thought, of course, was just Black Thought. He'd just be like, "So I'm gonna get him." Like, yeah, like, All right. yeah. Black Thought <laughs> is crazy too, man. And then Black Thought's fucking Funk Flex. Uh, I think that was uh, after that. I think that was after that because that was more. That was only like a year ago. I think I don't know. Time is yeah, fucking blended I think that together. Might have been a year or a year and a half. Or Especially like recently, time is blended together. So I don't know. I think it was like a year ago. I want to say so, yeah. And that, I remember when that hit and everybody saw it drop. Yeah, I just, I seen, I saw the video being reposted fucking everywhere. And I was like, oh shit, I have to listen to this. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? When you just see it 10 times and you're like, oh fuck, okay. I, I, I still consider that out of everything I've ever heard, whether it was freestyle or not, I still consider that one of the best, like, Bars session of all time, like literally. Um, yeah, Black Thoughts on another level, man. Oh yeah, so like another one. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with it. So, uh, Lupe had this track on Tetsuo and You on his uh, third most recent album. I want to say. Um, oh, I'm sorry, fourth. He dropped the EP like not even that long, but mm. third most recent album. This man dropped a eight minute song called Mural. Right. I don't think I heard it. Eight minutes on called Mural. He literally said, I think in an interview with Sway and was like, So I basically did this in order to kind of like throw like the bars out, have everybody kind of focus on that, and then for the rest of the album kind of just fluctuate with like the different rhyme schemes and also like the different um attitudes throughout the album. That whole shit literally gave me goosebumps just as much as Black Thoughts uh mm-hmm fucking freestyle because literally he went throughout a whole fucking verse he's like i literally just did it within like a matter of minutes and he was like the whole song i think he said the whole song was really supposed to be like more than eight minutes he said that apparently the shit was supposed to be like 12 or something some minutes like that and i'm like could you imagine doing some shit like that like just straight up right off the top bars like yeah that's Boom. that's again that's another level lupe's on that's, another level and i haven't listened to him in a while honestly i gotta check that out though 
for real. I think out. that I think that's one of my favorites because it was at the beginning when he was just starting to switch up and he was starting to make like what he called ratchet rap music because mm. he was like it's still gonna be hip hop in my eyes. I'm still gonna hit you with the bars, but I'm gonna hit you with it different. So that was when he just started like kind of switching it up and kind of making his music sound like the local trap music, like mm. all this other shit. Okay. Yeah, it's it's definitely a dope project. You definitely got to check that shit out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, I've been that's part of uh, you know, I've been trying to since I've been starting mixing and stuff. I've been trying to add different things to like my daily routine. Like, I added reading this book to my routine. I added meditating to my routine. Another thing that I'll, I've been uh, planning on doing is just giving myself time to just listen to new music because. I've been spending so much time trying to work on my own music that I'm oh. lacking listening to. And, uh, you know, for a while it was always like, I don't want to listen to something and then be so influenced by it that I try to start sounding like it. But I also want to, again, balance. I also want to listen to new shit and have it give me ideas of doing it. Right. My own way. Yes. Yeah. There's a, there's a middle ground between all of that shit. So yes. that's, that's part of uh I'm adding that to my routine too. Is like yeah. just listen, listen to new music, go, you know, pull up artists and and listen to that shit. That one thing that I never listened to, you know. So, I'll definitely do that, bro. And I think I think that's the best part about it. I feel like people, a lot of people, they tend to forget that they can do that. A lot of people, because they're so, you know, egotistic. They're so like in their head where they're like, I gotta have my own type vision. I gotta like, ah, da, da. yeah. No, you you you. It's it's all right to get like different types of inspiration, and it's yeah. all right to take a break with that shit. So I'm sorry, this homie out here is really mowing the lawn and shit. It's I, all good. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, over, <laughs> I'm over here like, yeah, I'm trying to record. This <laughs> so, um, so again, but like I, so I went, I took a break. Matter of fact while I was taking a break and trying to figure out what I was trying to do with my own stuff, right? I had caught up with the music world and I had listened to, uh, um, oh, the internet and the internet's album, uh, Hive Mind. It's an R&B album. One of the, okay. I think still one of the dopest albums that I've ever heard. Um, and that's not even just a fan perspective. That's just some real shit um it's an r&b album and sometimes i like to kind of like digest a little bit in the different um genres mm -hmm. so i get to kind of focus like not in the hip-hop perspective of you know having like a writing concept or something like that but also like in the different perspective of like productions like sounds yeah and how they would kind of articulate it and sometimes they'll obviously do that like that rap collaboration and stuff like that within the album yada 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 but it's always good to i guess kind of listen to those certain projects and kind of get another understanding of um of writing because yeah, a lot of a lot of people they're too busy focused on like oh you know let's let's just say for example like uh like a homie will, like we'll go home Listen, listen to like an Eminem album, and he'll be like, "All right, I gotta make my shit sound something like that. I gotta make my shit sound something as raw as that." Yada yada yada. And then he'll, he'll be fo so focused on that, and then eventually he gets like brain dead because he doesn't have a vision for himself. Yeah. And, and then that's because of the fact that you were too busy engulfed in that shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think sometimes it's good to like take a break 
from the writing perspective and whatnot, and also like kind of go along with. Um, <laughs> oh shit! You stepped outside. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> oh shit! Stepped on the dog's toy. Um, That's funny. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Homie's getting shot with rubber toys and shit. Um, <laughs> That's funny, bro. Overall, um, you know, it's it's cool to take that break. And uh, another album, I gotta recommend you this album actually. This, uh, you ever heard of the the group Low Brother? No. They were they're so they're um, what's them called? They're old school, a little bit. Well, I won't say like too old school, but like they're like early two thousand. Um, I think it's actually how the producer Ninth Wonder got his start in okay. the, in, the, in that in that group because it was originally the three of them. So they recently just released their last album as a group called um, "May the Lord Watch." That album continuously going through it, it, it has like different production sounds and stuff like that. And for me, since I'm also a, I, I want to consider myself a producer, but like since I also listen to sound and shit like that. That was also a different album where I was kind of like mind blown from it. I was like, wow, it's kind of widening my horizon. This is some wild shit. Then I kind of went back to my stuff and I was like, all right, now's the time I got to go and get the job. So I think, I think overall people got to kind of like, you know, get into that mindset where they can get creative, but just by listening to other people. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Look, every, every genre of music borrows from another one. You know what I mean? So many great ideas came from great samples of other, of rock songs and R and B songs. Like some of my favorite rap, um, my rap songs period are samples of other things. You know what I mean? I mean, underground shit to as high up as fucking Drake and like, uh, emotionless on Scorpion. Like that flip of like people, a lot of people don't even know, like that's Mariah Carey singing. Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? So everything borrows from everything, bro. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely important to, and that's like the one thing, I guess part, maybe part of the reason why I got into music the way I did was because around the house when I was younger, my father and everybody really around me played all kinds of music. If you look at my playlist, bro, if I put my shit on shuffle, you don't know if I'm a 15-year-old white boy or an 80-year-old black man. Bro. I got shit. I got shit everywhere, bro. It'll go from earth, wind. It'll go from earth, wind, and fire. You know what I mean? To like, it's all over the place. To Elvis, to Willie Nelson. You don't know if I'm a hick. You know what I mean? You don't know where I'm from. It'll go from Tupac to Willie Nelson. It's crazy, bro. It's everywhere, and that and and that's important. Oh, shit. I, <laughs> I, know, I blew right past the. <laughs> I was just talking about that shit. That's just so funny. I was like, the other day, I was like having my shit all shuffled. I'm out here playing music like all by myself. I'm smoking, you know, chilling. And then I go from, <laughs> I go from rocking out to like System of a Down. like, I think it was like Toxicity or something. Yeah. Like that. My ear bumping my shit. I'm like, look out, why you out, why? And then all of a sudden, all I hear is Dave Brubeck's Take Five. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I'm like, you can't do that after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, bro. And I'll have like, you know, I'm trying to think of some other crazy ones, bro. I'll go from like Fallout Boy or like a couple of My Chemical Romance songs. And then like, because also because I grew up on it, if it's on shuffle, it switches to something that's in Italian. 
Just yeah, something completely <laughs> just, just, I'm just like, oh. So, like, recently, I'm starting to listen to, like, Brazilian jazz music. Okay. And I swear to you, I've been, like, I've been getting really weird with the genres, but I swear to you, it brings such a different perspective when it comes to sound and shit. Mm. So, I've been listening to that, and I was listening to, like, some wild shit, and it was, like, really, like, and then it went from all of a sudden to, I push my fingers into my eyes, and I'm like, not, I was like, I, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and the next song, I'm switching over, and all I hear is, Mina, Mina. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, I can't get no type of balance. Yeah. But I think at the same time, it's fucking awesome to have that weird mix absolutely bro. absolutely it's bro so awesome to have that weird mix whether it's you going to mary j Blige and Aaliyah to like hardcore low kim to then slipknot or like fucking <laughs> starting off with like some old ass like skrillex music and like loud dubstep noises so then all of a sudden you hear i love you just the way you are yeah 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 and your ability to switch between them to me only speaks to your love for music in general bro i appreciate everything you know what i mean even shit that i don't really like i can listen to it and appreciate you know what i mean and you and you um at least for me too if i if i buy into somebody if i buy into an artist it's like i appreciate it regardless even if i don't like some of the music bro it's like, and, that, and that's the beauty of it bro yes yeah. sure fucking love that shit it's it's the weirdest thing obviously when you have like your music on shelf especially when like you at the gym you're trying to like work out and all of a sudden like i've been thinking about you work yeah <laughs> yeah 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 i know so, i've had to do that i've had to make a separate gym playlist because i've been thrown out of the <laughs> i've been thrown out of the zone too much with some wild shit oh which some fucking like michael buble comes on and i'm trying to fucking <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, all right, get this motherfucker all get him make a separate playlist. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Probably we'll be listening to and I'm feeling good as he's trying to do curl ups. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fucking awesome though, bro. It's literally awesome. Yeah, absolutely, man. Oh man. Alright, so I got you trying to think of Trying to think of what else I gotta ask you, bro. Oh, first of all, since we've been on quarantine, how you been, bro? How you been mentally? How you been physically? How have you like been dealing with all this shit, man? Nothing's changed for me, honestly, man. I've been going to work this entire time. So like the main thing that I feel like if I would have been sitting home this whole time, although I would have liked it because I would have been getting more money um than I am from just working, which is crazy, but that's a separate conversation. Uh shit. if I would have been home this whole time. I think I would have been going fucking crazy. I don't oh, think yeah. I've been feeling as productive as I am right now, but because I've had that, even though work isn't busy, because I've had that one like constant thing, it's kept me. It's oh kept, yeah. Are you? What have you been doing? Are you working or? So um, I am working. Um, what you gonna call it? Uh, I've been I've been up in this um, what you gonna call it? This retirement home. Oh so this, okay. And chilling up in there um which we'll call it it was it was definitely a struggle and then eventually i was like you know what fuck this shit um you know i, I just went i just went under the radar 
we're not going to take a break from that. So right, so right now I am working. I'm just not on necessarily. Mm. So, but I've been taking I've been taking periodic breaks from that, and it's just kind of it's weird to kind of look back at it because a lot of this shit is kind of going on and on and on and on with this fucking coronavirus and stuff like that. So a lot of people are in and out of the senior homes, and um, it's wild. Some of them. Some of them are just like they don't move necessarily the right way that you would want them to. Yeah. Kind of like, uh, but you know, that's a whole, it's a whole separate conversation. I'm gonna that's a rough. That's that's a rough. Uh, I don't know what I would do if I was in that situation where you're working there. You know what I mean? I'm lucky enough that like, for the most part, I can be by myself at work because I'm a I'm a warehouse manager, but. I'm the only person in the warehouse. Like I'm the manager because I'm in charge of the warehouse, but I, it's not like I have anybody under me, you know? So there are some salespeople that work in the front area, but for the most part, I spend 90% of my day by myself in my warehouse. Mm-hmm. So, but if I was working around a bunch of people and if I was working in a retirement home around older people that are a more susceptible for, from, for whatever choices I make and, and B it's like a fucking Petri dish at that point. You know, that's like working, you know, at a hospital. I mean, not, it's not like being a doctor or a nurse through, during all this, but it's still, it's up there, man. That's, uh, yeah, I would have probably had to reevaluate too, because I, you know, it's, it hasn't stressed me out because it hasn't been, uh, it hasn't been close to home yet. You know what I mean? But there's always that. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's, 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 it's a little like a little bit of like a tea, uh, like a like a nail biter, because like you won't know when any of this shit is really gonna. I, I feel like this shit isn't really gonna never really like calm down per se. Like it's it's gonna calm down, but it's not. There's never going to be like a back to normal shit. Yeah, not the way we're going. Not the way we're headed, bro. Honestly, this oh. is this is the product of this is the product of forty years of horrible leadership. Honestly, like. You can, you know, you could say Trump is a piece of shit, and I would agree. But uh, our everybody is every every. This is this is what happens when you have fifty different governors making fifty different decisions, half of which can't agree. You know, half fifty percent of the people are saying two plus two equals four, and the other half is saying two plus two equals five. So it doesn't it's matter what so, you. It's it so frustrating. It's crazy, man. It doesn't matter where you fall politically. You have to just know that. of people disagreeing with the other 50% is a recipe for disaster regardless. Exactly. And I think the most, the most frustrating thing is that like everybody has, and and this this is the thing, because this, this is a people's thing. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a matter of everybody's got the same intention and that's to what? To succeed in making sure that none of this shit like spreads out, yada, 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 yada. Right. But it's a matter of, how everybody's necessarily handling it, not even just like as a group whole, but like individually. Mm-hmm. People individually can take it a whole different direction than what they're necessarily speaking of. So, you know what I'm saying? So, like, motherfuckers can be like, you know, wear a mask, wash your hands, you know, just, just that in the third. And then not even practice what they're, what they're speaking about. So, like, yep. recently, I don't know if you noticed, like, every, uh, not not that long ago, I think like a day or two ago, I posted these two guys. I forget what the name of them were called, but there was these two homies that were up in Huntington Beach in Cali. 
Okay. They ran Huntington Beach and Cali, and they were giving away free mats. I saw that video. Okay, so yeah, so, you, so you're familiar with that, right? Insane. So that right there alone, like, and for everybody that doesn't know, it was yeah. two homies that were up in Cali. They were trying to give away these masks out to Beach. Now, a lot of folks had, like, these stupid excuses as to why they're not doing it, as to, like, what their whole agenda was, basically. So, like, the one homie was like, what did he say? Oh, that was, like, in my last reel of it. He said, um, I'm walk he was like, I'm walking 20 miles. It's not going to work. And then the, <laughs> the homie in response was like, uh, oh, congrats, dude. He's like, why does he want to wear a mask? Like, <laughs> he's walking. He's like, maybe it'll just, like, fuck up his oxygen. Some shit like that. And it's just like, you know, obviously, it was a joke in their perspective. But it's like, there's really people out there with such agenda. Like, there's really people out there that are, like, kind of, like, you know, for all we know, he could be at work trying to enforce his agenda on, like, everybody got to do this, that, and the third. He could be a boss at, some, at somebody's company or at somebody's, like, local retail store. He could have been a boss at one of those, like, local shops that are on that strip. Okay, yep. they were at. And literally just, baiting, just blatantly just fucked themselves up by saying, yeah, I got I to gotta walk yeah this is this is really this has really showed me i i always knew that people were stupid i said this when i was talking to sean my friend in the last episode of this i always knew that people were stupid but i just did not know until now how stupid stupid they were yeah yeah i didn't know how and i didn't know how many i i thought it was i thought it was way less and i'm tremendously disappointed but uh you know, I had I had some kid tell me, I had some kid tell me that uh, the masks are causing the coronavirus. That that people are wearing masks and then they're recycling their 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 breath, their carbon dioxide, whatever. And then when they have lung issues, the hospital is declaring that coronavirus. I just blocked uh, them. I blocked them. I can't. I cannot. <laughs> you're not gonna bait me like that. You buffoon! I'm not fucking doing it. Blocked. And and this is this is the problem that we can live in a society where that individual is college edu- educated. Oh, individual is a college oh. graduate, and he can tell me that. I'm sorry. None of that shit means shit to me. Oh well, that's why it doesn't mean shit to me. That's why it doesn't mean shit to me. You <laughs> you you graduated from a broken system of education. So what does that say to me? You know what I mean? It, it's just so, it's so wild. Because not, not, ironically, ironically, who was the person that spit this line? Some people, some people graduate, but they still stupid. Who was mm-hmm. the person that, re- that fucking said that line? I have no idea. Fucking Kanye West. Oh, okay. He said that in good morning of graduation. Okay. About, Wake up, Mr. West, Mr. West. And you had a line like that, that's literally goes to show you if not almost kind of bites him in the ass but bites a lot of people in the ass yeah it have some steve jobs looking motherfucker that graduated from harvard okay talking about how yeah i know this much i that much almost have as much as dr Fauci would have and all of a sudden some high school like degenerate can't just out school this motherfucker yeah you know school you know what i'm saying absolutely literally wild because it's just such basic shit that you would just put in somebody's face 
and depending mm-hmm. on how their how their overall opinion was or anything, you know, regardless of like the corona, anything like that, they taking that information. How are they gonna take it? They it's either gonna go in and stick in this ear, or it's gonna go in one and out the other, and they're gonna say fuck all that. Yeah. And why? Because it's like, bro, we're in a fucking pandemic, my guy, and you have that mindset. Yeah. Wow. And- and part of the problem too is that whatever view you have, you can definitely find somebody that's that's amplifying that view. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the kid who thought that those masks uh, cause coronavirus. There's not a doubt in my mind that there's some dumbass doctor somewhere that uh, you know again went through a broken system of education, and is is just because somebody is a doctor I, to me doesn't mean they're smart. There are smart doctors and they're stupid doctors. There are smart lawyers and they're stupid lawyers because the system is, is broken. The system that gets them to that point is broken. So you can, you know, and I learned, and I learned that on a smaller level firsthand going from Longwood in Long Island to Jersey, because in Longwood, I was a fucking honor student in Longwood. I was on honor roll. I go to Jersey and I can't keep up with a fucking thing they're doing. And then, you know, I gave up on my own because I knew I wasn't going to college or what have you. But I could tell you that the, the, the curriculum, I guess, just the system of education in Jersey was that much better than the one in Longwood. So now what happens? Now you have someone that got a fucking 99 overall GPA in Longwood that goes to Harvard and you got somebody that had a 94 in this Jersey school that can't get in, but he's fucking smarter actually because his shit is harder. Fuck you up on the charts. That's the wild shit, man. He could fuck you up on the charts, and people don't realize that shit because they're too busy focused on a piece of paper that says I'm smart. Yeah, so and, but the way we judge—that's what I'm saying. You're focused on a piece of paper, but the way we get that piece of paper is broken. So now everyone's just, it's just, you're just a, you know, a product of where you, what was you call it? Fucking, uh, what was it like a year or two ago that, uh, what's her name? Uh, almost a Tommy Lauren. She, she's stupid too, but, but, <laughs> uh, uh, what's call it? The shorty from, uh, Full House was one of those parents that was paying uh, off, that was in that scheme or some shit mm-hmm. like that, that were paying off basically to like pass their kids. Yep. You know how stupid those motherfuckers must have been there? Yeah. Yeah. I, and I, stupid. I listened to this podcast too, bro. And, um, cause she paid to get them into USC in California. And I listened to this podcast with uh, these two, two brothers that both graduated USC and they go, USC, isn't that great? You know how fucking dumb you got to be to not get into USC that your mother's got to pay for you to get into USC. He's like, USC isn't hard. She didn't pay for you to get into Yale. <laughs> like that's the truth, bro. Come on, man. It's, come it's, on. it's simple. It, it's, it's simple mathematics. That's all it really is. You know what I'm saying? What's, what's his name? Fucking said it in uh in ironically in the song mathematics fucking most of niggas said young young bloods can't smell but they can rock you and play safety because those are probably those stupid motherfuckers that are in college right now talking about oh yeah I studied yeah you know your bitch ass did and your ass is probably out with the homies getting some four locos getting white girl wasted off of some white claw talking about how yeah you studied and then you got your mom fucking Tommy Lauren let's say 
fucking paying off these motherfuckers while she's sucking them off in the cup on the corner. Like, suck, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah man. Fuck here, yeah, it, this, the, the whole care. the whole fucking thing is broken. The way we judge who gets to go where. And I, um, that same podcast with those two brothers, one of them was saying, um, how come we don't educate everybody in the highest form of education like and it took me a while to kind of understand what he where he was going with it but like basically what he was saying is isn't it the best thing for society if everybody got like a harvard level education if everybody just got you know what i mean got the best ability the best resources given to them and we don't do that we it's just we basically put capitalism into education you know what i mean it's like uh do you know somebody? Did your parents write a fucking check to this school? Or did we judge you by how often you showed up and regurgitated the shit that we made you have a memory you know test on? That's a fact. And you know what? Even if it was like the most challenging shit. So like, so for instance, um, I'm not going to front. I was in the special education system. Mm. So for me, I had a hard time. I still have a hard time. Why sometimes I take forever to even like release me into privacy. But I sometimes have a hard time to like catching up with the best. So I had a hard time really like, you know, being able to focus because everything was so thrown at me. Yeah. But luckily I had those resources where I was able to, you know, kind of catch up with the crowd and also like be able to get like a a well enough education where I could pass the class and I had the, the smart. Yeah. So for me, it's like hearing what you said, it's like I would love for that to happen, especially even even in like the the, the special education class and stuff like that, because like, they gotta they gotta learn too, bro. Mm-hmm. Like the, especially even with some of them that are even are, are just gonna be, you know, subjected from society and it's just gonna be just thrown into like these different homes, which is sad as fuck. But like they're gonna be thrown into like these different homes, like Mary Haven and all this other shit. They still gotta learn, bro. They still gotta learn and necessarily have a have a sense of, you know, education. Be- yeah, because. Catch up with people. Yeah, because yeah. what if, you know, what if you grew up in a school system that didn't have those resources and now you're just exactly. and now you're just behind, you know, there's, exactly. there's, there's bro, to, to cut you off again, so I, I almost moved to Floyd, mm. I almost moved to the Floyd district and Floyd, I not only was I also in the, in the special education, but I had three siblings that are also straight up, like they're autistic. So okay. if they were to move. Um, if they were, if we would have moved to Floyd, they wouldn't have been put in the regular classes, not have any of the shit that they had, and the opportunities that they had in Longwood. They wouldn't have been able to catch up with the class. I probably wouldn't. Have. I mm-hmm. probably would have been one of those D plus kids that just happened to get like a fucking diploma and just makes me smart. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and it's so it's so shitty because it's like. Not only would I want that shit to be enforced, but it's like I would also wish that a lot of these motherfucking classes and stuff like that were able to like, you know, give off these opportunities just like how they do in like one way or something like that. Like as shitty and as like rigged as that system as that whole district is. You know, they kinda of bent they kinda of benefit me. However, I wish yeah. they would have had such, you know, had such a capitalism mindset in that so then that way a lot of people like especially like with the economics classes bro like how many how often have kids been able to like necessarily 
been able to grasp that without them taking like the AP classes or shit like that in their districts or in their fucking, you know, homeschool estate, let's say. You know, how often are they how often are they given that opportunity and just thrown in the railroad or they just thrown in the college and they're just like, All right, so we got a forty six page essay, we gotta do this and we gotta work it on statistics. This kid's walking in blindfolded, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, the pl- the the playing field isn't leveled, so you can't expect uh you can't expect everybody to be um I don't know what the word I was looking for is, but like uh, until it's never going to be it's never going to be fair because the, the playing field isn't leveled because depending on the school you go to with different resources and you get different grades and then that determines your college like you're having 17 year old kids uh who are being judged by a different system depending on where they grow up and where they go to school and they're picking a college that is supposed to determine like your entire future your 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 career you know what i mean at least the cookie cutter way of what it's supposed to be is like you have these these 17 year old kids who just went through this broken system and now you want them to make a decision about how to affect the rest of their whole life and you want to put them in hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt in the fucking process and that's so shitty like my grandmother before she passed um back in 2019 she had like a year prior to that, she had only just finished up paying her school debt. Holy shit. I think a year prior to that, or two, or maybe a year or two, two years prior to that, she had just finished off paying off her school debt. Like, could you That's imagine? Insane. Could you imagine now? Our generation has seen what? Almost saw a Great Depression happen again. If not, I, I mean, I technically, if you, if you ask me, I thought we were, I thought we'd been in it. We're going to be, we're going to be, I, I don't oh, even I, think it's the fucking start. You know what? And, and that's crazy. And this was, this was back in 2011. So this was back in like, or whenever, whenever Obama's first term was, right? So this was 2008. That was, yeah. So that was back then, right? So we've been through that, we've been through Rona, and we've been through all these different things that could affect us economically. Like well, that's- have you seen, um, I forgot what, I forgot where exactly it was. I, I read it on a couple different websites a while ago. Um, but statistically, it one of them was a government website too. Um, statistically, millennials are the first generation and we're the, we're the youngest millennials, right? Like people tend to think millennials are like younger, but right now millennial is from 23 to 35. So that, that millennial generation is the first generation in American history to be projected to, to have a, uh, a lower standard of of living. And they categorize that by, it was four things. It was net worth, um, home ownership, Mm -hmm. retirement, and just overall income. And we're the first generation to be projected to have throughout the course of our entire life, make less, own less, retire on less than any generation before us since the start of this country. So anytime people say like, what's up with these riots and why is there looting? Besides all the shit that's going on absolutely immediately, you're looking at the effects of capitalism not working for a large part of this country for a long period of time. And it's resulted in our generation, like, um, in in that same article, it said something. I forgot the exact numbers, so I'm not going to butcher it. 
but I'll just come up with some like uh, just for for the sake of the argument. It was something like if you know somebody in the 1980s did a job and made forty thousand a year, and then if you calculate for inflation, that same job now should be making a hundred thousand, but instead it's making fucking fifty five. You know what I mean? Like we didn't nothing. It, it didn't catch up. You know what I mean? Nothing got corrected. So. Can't catch up at all. That nobody can even say barely can't caught up because yeah. we even no matter that that ten percent whatever the fuck you want to call it, we didn't catch up at all. That's what yeah. that, and that's, that's that's that was to my point was like she took my grandmother took that long and then died not like a few years later. She took that long to take off, to pay off her, her her payments for college. And I was just college. Like, how long is it going to take for us as a generation to get up there and be like, oh, shit, I'm finally done paying it. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm it's a like, lot damn, of- like, am I going to be, am I going to be that homie where it's like, I'm going to sign off everything. I'm going to sign off my like obituary and everything like that. And then I'm going to finally sign off that last check yeah. <laughs> while I'm like Stony Brook Hospital. <laughs> and then, oh, I finally lived. Yeah, man. A lot of the, look. What the fuck? A lot of those people ain't even going to pay it off. A lot of those and, people and are not even going to pay it off. Bro. That's sad, bro. I know so many homies, and I'm sure you know so many homies that literally got in that mindset where I was like, I got to go to college so I can better myself. And I got go, to go to college so I can get this degree. I got to go to college so I can, so I can be the doctor. I got to go to college. Right? They go for so long. They go for so long, they put all that dedication and work inside of every cycle textbook that they pay $200 or $300 work for instead of putting that towards their car bills. Yep. You know what I'm saying? All, all that shit. So then finally be at like 85 or something like that, let's say. That's a big estimate probably, but who knows with our fucking generation since the less, the number's less. They could be at such a big number in their age, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I'm finally done paying off this. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It's it's just what crazy. And again, like it's crazy that the system is designed for you to make such a a lifelong decision like that at 17 years old, at 18 years old. You know what right. I mean? So the right. the the system is is setting people up for failure. So it can't expect uh when when there is outrage or when there is fuck the system vibes you can't be surprised you know what i mean what do you what the fuck are you surprised about i you know people people come out of college and make 12 dollars an hour at a job for the first two years you know what i mean and now with this fucking thing with coronavirus and what's about to happen to this economy and all these jobs that are about to fucking disappear again i i'm i'm with you that i don't think there's going to be a back to normal there's going to be a new normal but there's not going to be a back to so Want to be a back to normal. It's Think not of every- like, all right, let's all go to you know Forever Twenty One. It's like no homie, we're all gonna go to Forever Twenty One in like groups of three. That way we don't spread no types of shit and get our lovable clothing <laughs> and wear yeah. that. Yeah, and think and think <laughs> of everybody that just graduated college this June, bro that are coming into this. Now you have to start making those fucking payments. Well, I think you can like take a year or something, but you eventually have to start making those payments and you're like, what the fuck am I gonna do? You know what I mean? Like People that are our age right now that only just finished college just because they decided to take a break for one year, a one year break from like Suffolk, let's say, just as simple as Suffolk. Yeah. 
and going back to that. And then all of a sudden they're like, all right, I'm going to graduate. Cycling in one, not a graduation ceremony. Two, you probably could just get this graduation ceremony and have everybody look at your name off of Zoom. Three, now you're expected to fucking go back out there with your fucking wallet, spend however much money you can on a Studebaker because you know damn well that you can't walk into like a fucking Honda, not even a Honda fucking or a Hyundai dealership parking lot. You can't even look in that and be like, hey, I'm window shopping because bitch, you don't got even one month payment. And bro, <laughs> that's more, that's to me, that's more of the system, bro. I, the, it, in the, the cost of fucking insurance for somebody our age, like a, you know what I mean? It's insane. They, the, the system is designed for you to not succeed. You know what I mean? Or for many people to not succeed. It's, it's designed for a special set of circumstances to succeed. And other than that, it's like, fuck you. So then again, right. why, why are you surprised? Why are you surprised? I, ha I have enough money saved up that I could put a down payment on a car and I can lease a vehicle right now if I wanted to. But what I can't do is lease a vehicle that costs me two fifty a month and then pay another three fifty a month in insurance. Right, right, right. Yo, and you probably and you probably are going into work every single motherfucking day. I probably like the crack ass dawn, working your ass off for whatever how much money you're making. Bro, so that be only be downsized. Yeah. Bye. I'm not, look, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I've, I've probably said it on Twitter multiple times too. So I'm okay with like sharing it. Uh, but I've been working since I was fucking 15. When I was in school, I went to work or no 16. Uh, I was working when senior year of high school, I left senior year every day at 12 o'clock and I fucking went to work. I worked at this burger joint back then, graduated high school, went right to work, you know, um, worked my way up, meaning like the longer I was there, just got consistent raises and made more money. And now I'm over here, bro. I make twenty dollars an hour, which is pretty yeah. good for uh, for right now. And especially for our homies like our age, bro. Not bro a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Motherfuckers are coming out of college right now, making less than me. Right. That's where I'm getting at. I'm not right. saying that like, yo, I'm making money. I'm saying that like, look at how fucked it is that you can be done with college now and get out and make less money. You spent eight years in that fucking like university sharing rooms with whoever the fuck now you got this pandemic going on and then you go back home looked at as a hero in your family oh you're the first one to get this diploma yada 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 you get put in the weird world all right homie so we're just gonna offer you this uh this 1375 i know the pay is usually like you know 15 or 16 but you know we're just gonna start yeah. you off yeah what yeah. And if I can't afford a fuck, if I can't afford the lease at 20 an hour working since I was 16 and not going to college and not put, you know what I mean? Then how the fuck is someone that has a bill to pay for their college loan paying that also making, it's just, that's what I mean. The system is just fucked. So fucking what do you expect? Work ass off in this hospital, whatever the fuck kind of uh, college, university. So then only be put at the Hilton Hotel's reception service. Like, that's basically how it feels for, I know, uh, so many people, especially, especially with a lot of these college kids that were in college during all this shit and, were, and weren't offered that stimulus check. Yeah. So, like, that group of people, especially, are going to be basically the... And, and this is not a diss to them, but this is basically how society would look at you. It's basically you're a peasant to the fucking rest of the workers, the fucking 
you know, yeah. you're looked at as one of those people where you're supposed to be a, yes, sir. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I mean, look at, bro, look at. A motherfucker that's supposed to be in the dining, right, dining room right now, busting tables, basically. And yeah, look at like Squire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, dude. I, I look at look at who was essential. Look at who became essential. The people who are essential are the people who, uh, when they asked to have a fifteen dollar minimum wage, people were saying you're not worth it. You ain't shit. But, but what do you mean they're not worth it? They're fucking essential right now. They're the only shit. You know, if every, I mean. The, the system is broken to a point where they need everyone to be dependent on you. You know what I mean? There's no, people don't go on strike anymore for jobs because people can't afford to miss one fucking paycheck. So I if I can't afford to miss one paycheck, I can't afford to go on strike. I can't afford to ask for more. I can't afford to, you know, that, that is shit. Cause I, and, and especially for these college kids, especially for these college kids, the ones that weren't even, they weren't even able to get to 600. Yeah. And, these college kids are now on the edge of their feet. Not only studying, I'm taking this like way back because obviously college is over, but like I'm taking this like way back. So like these kids are like at the edge of their seat, shitting themselves basically. Now there's a pandemic. I got to be home. I got to be up in my dorm. I, I gotta, I'm going stir crazy. I got to be up in my dorm. I got to make sure I take this five-hour class online, make sure my shit is good, go to Starbucks, make my 13, 14 an hour. Come back home, spend that 14 an hour on that whole paycheck that I just got off on textbooks. That way I can study for my final. Then come back home, try to figure out how I'm supposed to budget out the rest of the money so I can eat, possibly get myself a McDonald's Happy Meal because that's all I can fucking afford. Yeah. Or a mother. It's sad, but it's true. But like, it's like, nigga, like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah. It's, it's just, it's an odd, it's a fucked up cycle, especially. Especially with all these looters and shit like that, which I, some of them I'm like iffy about, but other other times I'm not mad. I'm not necessarily mad at them. But some of these kids out here that are probably part of the looters, let's say let's say they're not, but they're out here fucking struggling because they can't even ask for help. Just like yeah. how you, they yeah. can't even ask for help. Bro. They can't ask for help. They can't ask not even for their parents. For all they know, their parents probably didn't even get the 1200 For all they know, their parents is probably struggling right now. And Yeah, that's the thing, too. They're struggling, too. You know, there's a whole section of people that – and that's what, you know, look, with as far as, like, the looting and stuff, you're going to have people that capitalize off of everything all the time. Oh, there's there, there's yeah. those people. But there is also – and Joe Budden, Joe Budden said it the best way that, that I've heard it being said. He goes, look, I don't – he goes, I don't agree with it, but I don't disagree with it either. I can look, bro. What do you expect? What do you expect? Again, with what I said to you before, millennials are the first generation to, uh, expected to have a lower quality of life, a lower standard of living, a uh, make less money, be worth less, own less, all of that. Because People of having breakdowns over it, literally. Yeah, and then you add everyone being home for four months, and then you add everyone constantly seeing everything on social media. There's there are, to look at this as a black and white thing, and I don't mean black and white like skin color. Just to look at the issue as a black and white thing is oh, yeah. stupid. There's a million fucking variables that have gone into it, and like, what do you expect? This this uh, um, what's that line, bro? In uh, in Avengers, when he says, "We're not a team, we're a time bomb." We're not a country, bro. We're a fucking powder keg. Oh, yeah. 
we're oh, a powder yeah. keg. So many different people with different opinions on how to move and how to fucking articulate with even just the virus or how to yeah. it ourselves and everything like that. We are a ticking time bomb. People denying shit. People like, and it's not even disagree. Like, bro, political disagreements we can deal with. Political disagreements. Yeah, we're talking about moral. Parties are three. Yeah. Three parties up in the forefront for so damn long. Everybody's dealt with that. Shit. Yeah, but it's it's more than politics, man. It is literally moral. It is like a a, a way to move forward. There is a whole group of people that that have a lower moral. Uh, not a it's lower a, moral. If you ask me, bro, it's a fucking, it's a long-awaited wake-up call that a yeah. lot of people clearly are still looking at it as if it's like, ah, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, or like, what, or like th this will pass, or this will be, this will, yeah, yeah, like th this too shall pass, uh. Okay. Yeah, but like I don't probably on the on the on the on like a lifeline right now, right? Or just like just like hold me down the block and only just touch the for all we know a fucking handrail and suddenly boom he's got the coronavirus and he we we won't even know if he's gonna make it within the past twenty four hours. <laughs> that wasn't enough of a wake up call for you. And that's the sad part, is that a lot of people aren't are gonna stay in that mindset. And some people might even stay in that mindset regardless but i feel like a lot of people are going to stay in this mindset until it happens to them personally mm -hmm. so until it happens to either one of their family members it could happen to them god forbid yep yeah them god forbid and That's like all of a sudden their whole fucking oh fuck this fuck this coronavirus scam like it's all obama's fault ah, ah, ah. oh shit what happened cousin gary got what yeah and unfortunately that's 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 the same with everything. That is, that exactly. is why there are so many people that, um, gallivant basically. Yeah. And that's why there's, I was just going to say with other issues too, that's why there's so much pushback on, you know, like there's so much blue lives matter shit and police rallies and shit, because like uh, every, if every interaction that person has had with a cop, that's all they care about. That's all they're capable of looking at. I've, I've always been capable of looking beyond my personal experiences and my personal experiences uh, in that regard, haven't been great either with fucking cops personally, so, you know what so I mean? I, so, yeah, for sure. So I'm not going to front. So, uh, I got, I got a homie, right? I'm not going to say their name, but I got a homie that had a, that's got a father that was a correctional officer. And at one point they were, they were in the force. They were in the force for, uh, he likes to call it, how, how long were you in the pen for? He said he was, uh, he was in the pen for 27 years. So me, I'm probably like one of those hypocrites at first, where I seem like one of those guys where I'm like, oh, but I know a cop. Like, he's not that bad. And for all I know, for all I know, and the homie's black too, for all I know, he could have been one of those homies that was behind the scenes doing some corrupt shit. Mm -hmm. We don't know nothing about that because all I know is that he's the forefront. All I know is that he's one of my homies' pops. I said he was in the yeah. forces. Badge is supposed to be that good guy. That's all I know. Yep. But you know, I've never had this. I've never had a sit-down conversation with him. But you know, sometimes it's like you can tell, I guess, from 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 people's perspectives. 
some people, and I wish there was more people that were vocal, especially that were under the force, because they should know at least by now how much corruption is going on in the force. Mm-hmm. I wish that more people, especially whether retired or not, whether they were in the yeah, just spoke out, just spoke out, spoken out. So like, what a year ago? Who was it? So I like so, but like overall, like I'm like I don't really have I have intentions. I especially nowadays with like since I'm a, since I'm a gay man, right? I look at it as if all right. So what if me and my partner are walking down the block? He looks at my partner like, "Are you good, sir? You're with this African American, something stupid like that." Or are are you like? Or for all you know, this motherfucker could have been one of those cops where he's like. Fuck if you're an African American man, I see you holding another man's hand. Yep. It could be, it could be shit from way back to like Woods, uh, not Woodstock days. Fucking, what do you call it? Uh, Stonewall days. It yeah. could be brought back all the way to Stonewall days because they got that badge and they feel powered. Now, they have that power behind that badge or whatever the fuck kind of name that they got right now, and they can just do some wild shit. And yeah, this is man. why I'm saying I wish that motherfuckers especially under the force, whether you know a good cop or not, they should know better that at least realize the fact that there is so much corruption right now, it's in that force that you recognize and respect. Yeah, they, I, bro, if there was one, if they don't even need many, bro. They need one. They need one Just guy one. to push through all the, all the shit on Instagram and Twitter and, and Make his voice heard on everything. I want, I want one cop. I want someone to take – because all this shit that I talk about cops and, and I get slack for it, people message me and whatever and then unfollow me, which also I don't care about. It just is what it is. But I want one of those fucking people to tag me in a video of one of these cops talking about every video that we see of this police brutality, bro. Everything. And saying, yo, fuck that guy. Fuck that. And, in, and until then, I will continue to say what I've been saying, which – it's a gang and people don't like that word gang, but that's what it is. You can call it a brotherhood. You can call it whatever you want a, there. It is a group of people that have each other's back, regardless of the intent of the other people. Because when you, cause you know what it is, when you see, when you hear the word gang, what there's so many, so many big ideas. Yeah. Thoughts that come up with just one word. Yep. Which is why a lot of people say actually speak a lot of the words. But sometimes with these, depending on how you put, fucking articulate these words and how yeah. you put them out of your fucking mouth, it's a whole different perspective. Bro. Because those same people that have a problem with me calling police officers gang members have no problem with Donald Trump calling protesters thugs. So words, oh. words, have, words have something behind it. And you subconsciously went to a place when I said this cop is a gang member, you subconsciously went to a place that is proving my fucking point. So that's why I'm cool. So that's why I'm cool with it. So that's why every time I say that shit, I like a part of me smiles inside because it's like, dude, one fucking thing, one action would change me saying that. I just want a cop. Like, you know what? I also think of it. And maybe this is also the bad part of me too. Maybe this is also the bad part of me too. Because it's fucked up. Because I always <laughs> I always see your post and I'm like, man, Gino, be on something when it comes to these damn cops. But at the same time, I also respect it too, because you're not only a individual that's calling out the cops, but you're also a white individual that's calling out the cops. 
So not, not to be like on a racial side, but like it's true. Yeah. See the differences within allies and differences between people that are supposed to be on your side, but have different intentions, have mm. different intentions or have different intentions when it comes to their voting or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? They have, the, they have different political intentions to the point where they are like, you're hoping, but from a distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, yep. 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 See, and that's where I think personal, uh, personal experience comes into play big time there too, because I've been, when I was younger, I looked at the fact that I moved around a lot as a problem. I didn't like it, but the older that I got, the more I realized, like I went from Queens to Long Island to Queens to Jersey to Queens to Jersey. That was my move all the time. You know what I mean? And Who's Queens? I thought you was Brooklyn. What's no, Queens. Queens. No, I went to I went to three different high schools. I went to Longwood and then I went to Forest Hills for like two weeks. And oh, then shit. I went to I went to um a school called James Caldwell in Caldwell, New Jersey. But you know, the the reason why I think I have the perspective that I have or the views that I have is because those places from from furthest point to furthest point, those are a hundred miles apart. And they couldn't be more fucking different, bro. It's three different fucking planets, those three places. And I, I could see the only times that I've ever been like harassed or, or talked down to or just had a cop be a fucking prick to me was in Jersey and in Long Island. The, the one time I got stopped in Queens, the dude was fine. But like you, you could, you know, the two, the two times I got stopped in Long Island, the guy was instantly an asshole, instantly right off the bat, an asshole. Why you got to be an asshole? You know what I mean? To, to, and so I can look at it. I mean, again, this is just my assumption, but to, to a fucking good old boy out in Long Island, I'm, I'm not white. I'm some kind of foreign to them to in, in my 96 Maxima with my fucking tinted windows, playing French Montana, going 10 miles over the speed limit on William Floyd Parkway with my beard and my whatever, you know what I mean? Like he, he knows I'm not black, but he don't think he don't look at me and see himself blonde hair, blue eyed, John, Jim Brown. You know what I mean? Some fucking, some fucking random. If you are not with the same shit if you are not with the same intention if you are not with the same fucking mindset as them you are yeah, not going to be looked at you are not yeah. going to be looked at it the same you're not if anything you're not going to be looked at at all yeah you just look you're going and to you be can, treated you're not going to be looked at you're going to be treated yeah and you can see that and you can see that with you know the way even the, the cops are treating the protesters of all races and nationalities with the same level of brutality because they already know it doesn't matter that this is a white protester. This is a white protester that is the enemy that's right now. Defending, yeah, that's defending the enemy. Yep. But it's not the enemy though. We're not supposed I know, to I'm just saying in their minds. Oh, no, no, no. yeah, absolutely, I'm, I'm following up. So it's like, like uh, there was another, there was a post that I seen up on I don't know if it was you that shared it or if it was somebody else that shared it, but it was basically going along the lines of like, we ain't asked for Aunt Jermaine, Aunt, Aunt Jermaine. we ain't asked for Uncle Ben, we yep. ain't asked whatever the fuck, uh, what company's doing right now. All we asked for was respect. All we asked for was recognition. Yep. All we asked for was change. Was to matter. Was, was the original... It's to matter. Like Michael Shea, you heard, you've seen uh, Michael Shea's 
special where he talks about that, where he says black lives matter is a controversial statement. He goes, what's less than matter? What's less than matters exist. Can we say that? <laughs> like, and he says, that's, that's where we're starting the negotiations. It's just, it's insane, man. It's insane. It's terrible, bro. It, I feel like this is Star Wars politics, my guy, where everybody's going back and forth and nobody knows who they are until like episode three, where all motherfuckers realize, oh shit, they're corrupt. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm right? <laughs> For real. For real. For real. Like, oh, okay. So, uh, you know, Donald Trump, a.k.a. Palpatine, wasn't the good guy that we all expected it to be. You know Don't give saying? him that much power. Don't give exactly. him that much power. He's fucking Jabba the Hutt, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give him that much power. <laughs> That's awesome. For sure, though. I'm not Man, even It's front. just, ever look. Since, ever, since, uh, episode, ever since Family Guy made fun of him, I've always looked at Rush Limbaugh as fucking Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> that Family Guy, yeah, that was the best, bro. That was the best. Oh shit, man! But I'm telling you, bro, this is—it's just another broken system, man. It's just—it's just all comes down. Like I was having this conversation with my father a couple of days ago too, where I was saying, like, um, you know, even even within that, uh, all right, you can. I'm not gonna use names. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna just do this all hypothetical. Okay. You can you can be um, a white kid who grew up in Suffolk County. Um, and then you can, you can go to, you can be a member of the NYPD and then you can go to some housing project in the Bronx and feel threatened and feel, um, whatever you're just out of your element. I don't give a fuck what you think of both Suffolk County or the, or the place in the Bronx, but people should be policing their own neighborhoods. It should not, we should not have a system where somebody in Suffolk County can drive somewhere to some place that feels so foreign to them and have a weapon and a badge and be placed in a, in a position of a door. And especially not because it's a known thing in police departments that they put their rookie cops in the places that they deem the worst or in the places that they know those cops are more likely to have interactions with the people around them. That's a broken fucking system. And I understand that there's, because on their end, they're looking at it as seniority. And the longer I'm on this job, the easier it should get for me. But I'm sorry, not when you're a public servant. There are plenty of jobs where that works and seniority works for people. But if you are a fucking public servant, motherfucker, you're doing what's best for the public. And what's best for the public is the most experienced officers being in the hardest to work areas, not putting some random fucking redneck who spent his whole life in Suffolk County in Harlem on his first day. There was some guy in, in, in Detroit that shot some fucking dude in the back three times his first day on the job, bro. Fuck you. Fuck you. He shouldn't have even been in that neighborhood, period. And, and we look at it like, oh, well, they have seniority. So the longer I'm here, the more money I should make and the easier my job could be. I agree with that in most jobs. But being a police officer is not most jobs. Mm -hmm. You are a public servant. Money comes out of my paycheck to fucking pay the you. Fuck, fucker. Yep. You're doing what's best for the public, not what's best for you and your brotherhood. And that's why I call it a gang. Because they know that. And they still defend that. And you know why? And, and to your point, to your point, you've been saying some redneck 
someone with an ignorant mindset. You understand? Because I don't, because I don't, I try not to use so much labels. Because yeah, I, no, I, I know, I, I know. I, I, well, no, I, I understand. Well, like what I'm saying is like, I, I could only, I could only be, use but so much labels because of who I am. And because I could walk out of this block right now and I could be looked at as the N-word and a faggot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I could be looked at, or I could just be looked at as the N-word. They don't even got it. They don't even know past that. I could walk out this motherfucker right now, right? And I'm in Selden. There's not really much diversity in Selden, mm. you ask me, at least on the block that I'm on. I could walk down Selden right now, right? Some redneck motherfucker, if you will, could come down the block, see me. I could be the next motherfucking Trayvon Martin for all Mm -hmm. I could be the next motherfucking what? Oh, Ahmaud Arbery. Yeah, I, George Floyd. I could be the next motherfucker. I could be the next transgender name that was that was labeled as a black transgender that was assaulted and as, and basically assassinated, if you will, by locals. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. could be that next person to only be recognized for a second, and I won't even be recognized for what I actually stood for. I'll just be recognized as an image for what, what they up. see you as. Yeah, exactly. not what you are. And, yeah. and and they'll throw and like you said, or it could be another scenario. But they throw a rookie cop, a rookie cop in in my neighborhood. I'm casually walking down the block of Seven Eleven. I just have the phone in my apartment. They don't know. They don't know I'm I'm, I'm with this just like that. All they know is they see who I am and they see my skin. They see this, that, and the third. Pull you over, instigate you. This, that, the third. That's all they need. And just from that interaction and just from their night job or their night search, whatever the fuck they want to call it, night shift, bullshit like that, just from that, now you have them going by assumption. Now you have that rookie cop going by assumption going in any other neighborhood that looks exactly like the one that they were just putting. Go down to, let's say, Harlem now. Now they're like, shit it's moral or some type of ignorant ass mind state like that and stop and frisk any other motherfucker that they can see and then the next thing you know it's gonna be the next reliance or cancer it's gonna be the next george Floyd. it's gonna be the next motherfucking trayvon it's gonna be the next motherfucking the yeah, list can go on and that's the sad part too is that the list can go on and yeah. it continues to go on because of certain broken systems like that yeah absolutely dude because, you know, these, uh, for, for a multitude of reasons, that would be a whole other fucking conversation that I'm, I'm, not, oh, looking yeah. to, I'm not looking to start right now because it just stresses me out. But uh, and there, there's just too, <laughs> yeah, there's just too, there's too many reasons, bro. There's too many reasons. It's a mindset that thing. Of, that was part of the reason why I even, like, stopped writing because I couldn't focus on anything. I was too, I was too in a, such a dark mindset where I was like, shit, I'm afraid to just be myself. Or I'm afraid of just going outside with my partner. I'm afraid of even going outside and just, you know, wearing a mask on. God forbid I even take my mask off for a second because I'm just answering the phone. Who the fuck knows what type of ignorant type shit that I could start now just yeah. because I was my, my own damn business. You know yeah, everybody, everybody is on edge right now, dude. Everybody. Everybody is on edge. Uh, for one reason or another, it doesn't matter what side you're on. And I said this too to my friend Sean in the last episode. Um, 
it doesn't matter who's going to win the election in November, or I think I said it to Sean, I don't know, it might have been somebody else. It doesn't matter who wins the election in November, there's going to be some level of chaos. And that shows you how fucking, how fucking different everybody's, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who's, who wins. There's going to be, I'm going to be afraid to, to be out anywhere. Like, you know, in my little fucking neighborhood over here, there's nothing going to go on, but any major city, any, um, that that's going to be a fucking wreck the first week after the election, regardless of who wins. Bro, I'll tell you this much. So my mom lives in middle Island, right? So I'm a Southerner. Mom lives in middle Island. We lived on a block. And predominantly, literally, naturally, a white neighborhood, right? So we basically, I think if not, and only until recently, according to my mother, we were pretty much the only other race on that whole fucking block. Mm. When towards the end of Obama's term, Towards the end of Obama's term, so this is, I guess, like 2015, 2016, wise, all the truck flags started coming up on my block. All of them started coming up on my block. And this is my block alone, B. Yeah. I got kids in that house. And like I said, I got, I got three siblings that are autistic. They can walk out this motherfucker right now and just go right around the block to this bagel store that's right that's on the that's on the corner. They can go to that bagel store right now and get harassed. I don't know how many times just from going up the block to my own business. Just because they were just because they were autistic, just because they were considered black, just because they were considered this type of thing, bro. And it's wild. And I remember getting I'm not gonna mention no names. I got into the car, so this is I still can't believe the story because even though I was part of it. Long story short, I was getting a ride to my job. The time I was working at Smith Haven Mall. I was getting a ride from one of my neighbors, who eventually then posted of Trump paraphernalia, blah, 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 blah. We're going down the block, heading down, heading down, heading down. For all I know, this homie was a nice man because he's always been nice to my family. Still continues to be nice to my family. That's why I try to not put too much of that in between. However, your politics are going to be in front of that. You're going to make it known. I'm I can't help but to judge you. So, walking down the block, I mean, or driving down the block, we're getting close to Smith Haven. Muslim folks were down the block. Out of nowhere, his mouth looks at them. He, he notices them, pays attention to them, looks at them, and he's like, fucking ragnets. You, and I'm appalled at this point. Is for all I know, this motherfucker was cool. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it was a simple reaction like that where it was like fucking racket. And he went on a whole spiel, bro. A whole spiel up until we got up to our destination, which wasn't even that far. Got up to a whole spiel talking about, oh, you know, it's just my religion. It's like, what is, what's your religion, bro? Like, religion. I know homies that practice the same religion. And if that's the case, then you put in them in a whole big box, including yourself, if that's the case. You could talk a bunch of shit about religion. And I don't really follow religion that much. You could yeah. talk a whole bunch of shit about religion. But if you ask me, that's some wild shit if you really been prepared that to religion. Because that, to me, seems like a political stand, bro. That, to yeah. me, seems like a stand where it's like, uh, are you sure that's, are you sure that's the case? Or are you sure that's not political, B? Because yeah, to that's... me, 
You literally just out blatantly called folks minding their business. Minding their business. I'm talking about ragged heads. Yeah. My, my you. I, I should, <laughs> my Jamaican, my Brentwood, my Jamaican Brentwood side almost come out. I want to be like, my yo, what, what them doing? <laughs> what is you talking about, bro? Yeah. Like, okay, and this is this is a problem, bro. A lot of motherfuckers because of them, because of their voting stance and stuff like that. Like I said, I came back home and all of a sudden there was Trump paraphernalia everywhere on that whole block. How is it that you put such ignorance? And in, in, in on on your stature, I just don't understand. They always felt. I, I look at it like, look, some people, some people are just easily persuaded. There's different buckets, man. Some people are just easily persuaded. Some people are just in that funnel and get all their information from Facebook and Instagram, and they can be convinced of anything. Um, some people always felt that way, and this man just gave them a fucking a flag of like, yo, this is this is what we wave when we feel like this. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. And I wish, I wish, I wish homies could be like, oh yeah, that's that's just what it is. It's like no, or I wish homies, is, I wish I couldn't really focus on the fact because he's unfortunately considered a boomer. I wish I could be like, oh, that's just boomers. But to me, it's like not every every boomer is like that because I got no. even folks that are of his age that are well known. So like, ready, um. One of my homies, uh, shout out to shout out to Jason, uh, the homie Jason Slope. He had uh, photographed. I don't know if you ever got to meet him, because I think I, I don't think he I don't think he was in Longwood for that long. But uh, Mr. Meehan is what he was known for. He was known as the homie that would always dress up as Santa Claus in, in the hallways mm-hmm. and shit like that every year. But regardless, he in a in a post where he would po- he posted a, uh, the the photograph of him he was in the black lives matter movement mm. he was he was out there out, out in fort jeff about a month ago protesting with them and he had his mask on and everything practicing you know the social distance shit like that and had his fist up tight you I, I this is why to me i can't put every boomer every black person every white person every this that and the third all up in the same category yeah, and back to the homie where he made up that that ignorant response. I can't. You can't box everybody in such a. To me, at least, I can't box up everybody in such a in such a, you know, and just one yeah. category. Because yeah. as much as I want to, as much as I want to, but then again, maybe it's just me not dealing with the realities and shit like that. Because I could also say the same thing about cops, where I could be like, I know some good cops, and I put. Well, I know yeah. they have bad intentions. To me, to me. To me, there are like subtle differences, at least the way I look at it, right? Like you can't, you can't box in, you can't box in any group of anything, but there are some exceptions. I I feel like you can, I feel like you can group cops together only because of what we said earlier. If there was just as much, if they were having the debate within themselves, Mm -hmm. I'm not boxing them in. If there are cops that are doing piece of shit things, and then there are cops that are saying, you guys are pieces of shit. If they were within their group, if they were arguing, if they had two different views and we all saw that and they, and they made that um, and they put that on display, then I can say it's not all of them, but you know, there are, there are a multitude. You see, you see white mass shooters get taken in completely and, and unarmed black people get beaten half to death or killed. Yes. You know what I mean? You, you see, 
You see cops ratting on other cops doing the right thing. You see cops saying, yo, this guy did this. This guy did this. He shouldn't do this. And then they get fired for ratting, not the guy that fucked up. So for a multitude of reasons, I can, in my head at least, how I justify lumping them in is because you're not even trying to fix it. If if there if there was two groups with, and I also can lump in some Trump supporters because even what uh, to me there's like no what is the excuse? You're either racist, stupid, entitled, rich, like all things that I. You know what I mean? That I don't look, you're either, you're either a fucking billionaire that profited off of it financially. And you decided that having a couple extra million when you're already a multimillionaire or billionaire, you decided having a couple extra million was worth all the fucked up shit that he's doing, or you're stupid. And you, you know what I mean? Like the, the best case scenario to me in that group is still unacceptable. So I have no problem lumping them in, you know, know, my thing is too. And a lot, I've heard, I heard this from quite a few co- co-workers, right? Quite a few co-workers from where I used to work at. And they were telling me, um, you know, he's the best we got. I was uh, like, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure he's the best we got? Like, because, I mean, and we're, I, I guess we'll take that. Hillary was running. Biden was running. Sanders running, yada, yada, yada. Everybody's main focus with Hillary is what? The, the emails. Everybody's main focus with Sanders is what? At least in my opinion, from what I've seen, was Sanders was way too damn old. And I was like, you guys have all these certain opinions about all these different leaders that could have been good. Granted, I have a little bit of a, about Hillary, but all these different leaders that could have been good. So then just look at the one guy that's pushing up all this ignorance now saying that he's the best we got yeah are you sure he's the best we got because if you ask me there must be some type of relation that you must have with this guy just like how you said they could be probably rich poor, probably just ignorant as fuck just like this homie that's up in the fucking office right now they have to have some type of relation with this homie i remember i remember meaning i remember what's in the college over I heard this conversation out in public, just over listening, just not really minding my business like I should have been. <laughs> and I heard him, <laughs> I heard this homie watching this video, and it was a video of like him talking about how I got a small loan of a million dollars, that whole shit that went viral back then. Talking about, oh, he just seems like a fun guy. He seems like really smart and intelligent. It's like, oh, He's smart and intelligent. Oh, so you're a fucking idiot. That's that's how <laughs> that's I. That's exactly what that. I'm saying. It's because, like, oh, dude, because I get it now. <laughs> like, so they've they're obviously been unable to get his tax returns and his shit, whatever. But it's like, oh, okay, I get it now. I for, get it. For years now, they've been able to get his father's. You know what I mean? Like Fred Trump is dead. They have the ability to access his shit. I don't know how that works. I don't know if someone has to sign off, or I, I really don't know how it works. But man, knowing this corrupt system, somebody got to work with somebody. All I know is that a couple years ago, the New York Times had his fucking his father's shit and was able to prove through through his father's fucking documents that his father gifted him four hundred and forty million dollars throughout the course of his life. He was gifted because because gifted is it's not taxable. Then when you when you gift someone a large sum like that, they like don't tax it or something. 
So wow. okay. he was, he was gifted hundreds of millions of dollars throughout the course of his life. And he still had to fi- file for bankruptcy six times. So like, you know, cause I've had a couple, I've had a couple Italian kids. There are, you know, there are a lot of uh, Italians are like, it's almost, I don't want to say it's like taught or inherent. I don't want to speak for everything or an entire nationality, but the stereotypical Italian, the mobster Italian, the Sopranos and Goodfellas, those fucking people, they're all racist, bro. That mentality is a racist mentality, right? And, and oh yeah, especially it's been, Goodfellas, it's bro. Nor- yeah, it's it's just it's just normal, like that kind. As much of as I respect that movie and as much as I love that movie, that movie, every single one yeah. of the movies is racist. Racism. I mean, what, what was it? What was it? That one part where he was where he was talking to uh, which we'll call it? Ah, uh, God. What's his name? In what? In Goodfellas? Yeah, he was talking to his girl. He was basically talking to his girl. He was, and he was like, you know who does like certain, certain, something, something, something lines of like, you know, moving cracker, this, that, and the third, niggers and specs. Like, that right, that right there was like. Yeah. So it's just, it's, so <laughs> what I was getting at is it's just, it's, it's kind of like, um, it's just inherent or it's just, I, I can't think of the right word, but. Um, I mean, you should look at the right thing. Do the right thing was another good example of that too. Basically, what I was saying with that is like I've had so many Italian people hit me up in the last couple of years since Trump's been in office and said shit like uh, he's just like one of us or he's just a straight talker. He speaks his mind, like all of that nonsense. You're either a fucking idiot. There's two. There's two options, and I hope it's the uh, the the latter. I hope it's not you're a fucking idiot, but you're either a fucking idiot or you're incredibly uninformed. Because if my father gifted me hundreds of million dollars throughout the course of my life, I would not have to file for bankruptcy six times. You know what I mean? Like, there's just there's just a lot of shit that it's like, bro, if you say he's a straight talker, he's probably the most crooked talker, curved talker. Bro, that's, there's that's, that's, nothing that's, straight about he. If you ask me, that's the forefront of it. That motherfucker called Hurricane Maria the the wettest hurricane we've ever seen from the standpoint of water. That is a direct quote from the president of the United States. It is the wettest hurricane we've ever seen from the standpoint of water. Yeah, sounds like a straight talker to me. Sounds like a fucking moron. You it's just it's just so crazy. It's just so crazy to me. And I remember that. I literally remember that. And I just remember rewinding it over and over yeah. again because i was yeah. just so baffled like he really just say that he really just and there's said so that? many of those that's just the one that made me laugh the hardest so i remembered it but there's 50 of those bro like how do you think this guy this guy's not even a coherent talker you know what i mean and and i'm not talking and you know biden is his own biden is his own uh biden doesn't yeah. even know he's running for president but still are you we're we're we already have one. So for you to be like, oh, well, I don't like th- this guy's not there mentally. Neither is the one we currently have. They're both not there mentally, just in different ways. Oh, so. I'd, rather fucking, I'd rather have a newbie and not, not saying that, not to say like to shit on his political views because I actually like some of it. But yeah. I'd rather have a newbie fucking, I'd rather have motherfucking Yango in there than them dumb motherfuckers, man. I'd yeah. rather have somebody with a conscience that actually knows what the fuck they are talking about. Yeah. Because ask me, Obama was not the greatest president, but at least the motherfucker knew like the context of his shit. I don't yeah. know. All we know, he could have like went behind and like rehearsed it with Michelle and the kids. But and like, he could speak, bro. You need someone exactly. that 
Like, and I'm, and I am completely cool if Biden wins and for his entire presidency, every tweet is written by somebody else. Every video is pre-recorded, so he doesn't fuck anything up live. I'm cool with him reading off of anything he's got. Yo, whatever you got to do, just 90% of being the president is who the fuck you hire. I've heard that being said by multiple people on Twitter. Like, multiple, like... Journalists have said that, and like, um, what the fuck is that guy's name? He was like Obama's. Who's he was a secretary of um, secretary of treasury, I think, for Obama. I forgot the guy's fucking name though. But he said that too. He's like, most of the job of the president is just hiring people, and I will, I will trust whoever. It's not even Biden. I will trust whoever Biden has behind him in hiring those people than I do anybody behind Trump. So for that a lot alone, of people. Because a lot of people don't realize he's just a statue figure, and all all it is is just like shit out the mouth. Yeah, and you need someone in, and you need somebody in that position who does not have an ego, is not narcissistic. At the very least, forget about politics. You want to talk about personality traits? You need someone that is not aggressive, that is not um, uh, like incendiary, is not looking to start a beef. You're looking. You need someone that's looking to end one. And Biden. and Biden is lost. Were, and even if he were to be aggressive, even if he were to be aggressive, he at least has to have like tameness. That's yeah. all it really is. Because that's why, <laughs> that's why I laugh at these motherfuckers. Especially, unfortunately, at one point it seemed like as if he was gonna vote for him. But Chance the Rapper, he was talking about Kanye West yeah. running for office, and he was trying to put. But, well, at least from my perspective, he was trying to put Biden and, and Kanye, like, trying to, like, put two to two together. Like, yeah. he's like, oh, you know, compared to that, too, like, I'm like, if you ask me, bro, <laughs> as much as I love late registration, graduation, my beautiful darkness, fantasy, all of the shit like that, except for Jesus, I would not want someone as hot-headed. Someone he's as, mentally ill too in his own regard, bro. It's that, all mental. I would not want somebody that has that mental state of mind where they gotta be like the best out of everything, or they and gotta the, have that new apparel, they gotta have that new look, or they gotta make sure that they have a bad bitch on their side because that's exactly what the fuck Trump was doing. He got a bad quote unquote bitch on his side that barely yeah. even speaks English and barely even knows what the fuck is going on in this goddamn yeah. country. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You picked up, you know damn well you picked up that shorty from like the fucking what's him call it? From the, like, I think she's from oh. the Ukraine or something. I don't know where. The yeah, is that from. you know you know what you know damn well you picked her up from like the Ukraine apprentice shit. I series. mean, dude, the only the <laughs> only reason why I didn't like the thing with Chance is because. Um, it's too. It's uh, it's impossible for Kanye to win, even if Way even impossible. if even if he did everything he was supposed to do, he's already too. It's it's already too late. He would already, I think, not be on the ballot for like nine different states. So he would already not win. It's already like stati- like mathematically, if you calculate it, if this motherfucker won everything he could possibly win, not every state, but if he won like anything that was up for grabs, like. He couldn't win. So what I, I the only thing I I understood what Chance was saying, but it's like, yeah. bro, you have a large platform, and if you just did a little research and found out that it is it is actually impossible for him to win right now, you wouldn't be saying this because all you're doing is fueling the competition, uh, fueling the fire, and fueling the the mindset that is if he does if Kanye puts himself on the ballot, he is doing nothing but supporting Trump. Kanye 
putting himself on the ballot, is taking votes away from Joe Biden in certain states when he has absolutely no ability to actually win. So he is the fucking somebody said it best. Kanye, if were to put on the ballot, basically the Harambe motherfucking folks. He is the Harambe of votes because all of those little Twitter trolls and all this other shit like that that weren't taking it seriously back in 2016 that voted for a dead gorilla that got shot clearly in front of everybody's fucking face is going to be at the highest of votes. And even and what was more disappointing than that, which is why sometimes I even feel bad for my, my damn generation, including the generation after us, because I know they were part of it too. I could not be even more disappointed that you deadass went out of your way rather than looking up useful information on any of the political stands right now that are in the ballot and you really deadass went out of your way to be like the funny guy and be like, I'm going to vote for a dead gorilla. That's you voted for Kanye West right now. That's you voted for Kanye West right now. Because yeah. you know damn well, besides him releasing all of these great albums, let's think about what J. Cole said in False Prophets. Ego and charge, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, we don't need that. We like don't that. need someone with ego right now. We don't need someone with ego right now. And, and John Stewart, John Stewart said, uh, John Stewart went on a little press run and he said, um, that the re the reason why he thinks that Joe Biden, the reason why he thinks Joe Biden is going to be good or not good. He didn't say it like that. He said the one quality that Joe Biden has that he thinks is is necessary right now is he can grieve because that motherfucker lost his wife and two of his kids throughout his life. And he just, and, and John Stewart said it way better than I'm going to say it, but he just said like, he knows loss. He knows grief. He knows how to be humble. He can, we need someone that can sit back and say, I don't know everything. Let me listen to the people around me. Let me listen to the smarter people. We don't need, and Kanye is the exact same as Trump when it comes to ego and narcissism, where it's, I know best and it doesn't matter. If we listen to fucking doctors when this started, instead of politicians, we'd be in the clear. You know what I mean? Every, you we're, think, like, you really think I, somebody that fucking to, that, that went on stage at the VMAs after yeah. they were or talking about, I'm really happy for you, but, but so crowd just got yeah. the We don't need you any more I, of that. Like, you really think we need this country out of everything that's going on economically, mentally, physically. You think we really, 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 really need something like that yeah, going on? Not at all, man. That's a fucking troll. Trump is a troll. Trump is a troll doing doing a stand-up yeah, act. That's six nine in a white suit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the that's same that's that same character right trait. Out, right out of bed. Thank you, baby. That's six nine in a white suit. For sure. That's I don't that... give a fuck what anybody says. I'm I'm just I'm disqualifying the whole rat situation. That's a whole different topic in its own. But yeah. you putting yourself out in the forefront, you being like, I cannot be stopped, basically. That whole mindset. I cannot yeah. be stopped. And then Nobody being stopped. And then being proven wrong, you know, and then continuing. And, and then still being like, I cannot be stopped. Yep. Like, are you fucking kidding me, bro? You yep. have a whole fucking, you have a if not, I don't know the, the, the exact ratio of people, but you have a whole billions worth of people Maybe only in just a few states. Maybe only in just a few states because think about the popularity within, I mean, the, the population within New York City alone. 
right? Well, the, I think the country, the country's population is like 350 something million, 352 right. million, I think. Right. So yeah, let's just bring up that. Let's just, let's just bring up some wild, wild estimate, right? Let's just bring us a wild estimate. Let's just say, this is some wild shit, but let's just say like during all, during his presidency right now, a 9-11 happens. This is a wild state for like a 9-11 mm-hmm. We don't know. It doesn't matter what location it is. It doesn't matter what building it is. Yep. Whatever. That shit happens, right? How are we as a people, and let's just say this even happens during Corona, right? How are we as a people supposed to look at somebody that's in the office right now, ego and charged? How are we supposed to look at that and be respectful and try to recognize that? Not without- good. If that, without, without discouraging the ego, how are we supposed yeah. to look at that shit? Yeah, how are we how, supposed to look at that shit? And he's incapable of, and if that happened tomorrow, I feel like he would be incapable of doing anything that any president before, like, you know, he would, he would just be incapable. He's incapable of compassion. He's, inca- he's incapable of empathy. So he's on it, you know, because fifth, if honestly, 3000 people died on 9-11. 150,000 people died of coronavirus and he's still saying it's going to go away. And he's still saying we got to open schools and he's right. still saying it doesn't matter. So everything if, is an acceptable. If I'm, not mistaken, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken to cut you up, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't that not considered the worst compared to the two compared to the two? Wasn't that not considered the worst? I mean, not even that long ago. And that's just even the matter of a month that the, the, the death toll is increasing. That was just one day. How many years ago? Mm. One day, how many years ago? And now we're comparing it to a pandemic under yeah. somebody's presidency that you would have thought, because everybody voted for him, you would have thought had some type of mindset where they were able to be like, oh, yeah, this is going to pass through. Okay, well, if it's going to pass through, then how, how are you taking charge of it if it's going to pass through? Yeah. No, he has, he, has, he, has, he has an inability to pull anything outside of how it affects him directly like when the when the supreme court the supreme court's been denying his fucking his administration's motion like it was the daca thing then it was the lgbtq thing like it and and his response to that he went on twitter and said wow i guess the supreme court doesn't really like me motherfucker it's not about you it's not about you. It's they about made the decision that was best for the people. It's not about you. He, he is incapable. Those 150,000 people dead mean nothing to him. It means nothing to him. Right. Unless they were out of his own administration. And even, even if it was out of his own administration, look how many people he's looked at as like, oh, he's a traitor. Because they voted against him. Bro, you, you don't even give a fuck about his own people, bro. Yeah. You don't even give a fuck about his own people. The minute they would be like, I mean, which is fair, because if you had a group of people and it was supposed to be your on your side, and all of a sudden they turn their back, fine, fair, cool, whatever. That's a that's a collective person's idea, mind state. But my God, it's simple mathematics, bro. This they're fighting against your ego because your ego is fucking ignorant. You're yeah. you're putting your ego in front of the people that voted for you. Yeah. That's why I laugh at these people that are like, oh, we're for Trump. Blacks for Trump. You must be fucking out your motherfucking mind if you're yep. blacks. You must be out your motherfucking but mind. But then again, that is, that is them that is them recognizing or finding something in that ego thing that they can relate to. They're, I, like, 
bro, all of these people like Candace Owens and all these other people, that is a paycheck. And guess what? When you start saying shit, when you start saying shit over and over and over and over again, you start believing it. So then, so at first it's a money grab and then it's, you're just a fucking sheep and you're being trained to think a certain way, bro. So all of these people, they're just as selfish. They're just as narrow minded, small picture as he is. And when you see that, you can relate to that. Then you can say, oh, this guy's like me. He's just out for himself, you know? And that's, we don't need more of that. This is why I laugh at it. Again, and even if it's trying to compare themselves to one, to one another, this is why I laugh at these motherfuckers that consider themselves black for Trump or these motherfuckers that consider themselves LGBT is just really the gays for Trump. And you're writing and you're writing that paraphernalia over the flags. That's the shit. It's like, oh, word. So you must be yeah. one of them. So you must be one of them gay folks that was in the forest that was beating on other gay folks during Stonewall. Or you must be one of those black folks that was beating up your own kind while you wearing that own motherfucking badge and going home talking about making America great again. Or yeah. you be one of those Spanish folks that happens to be gay and then you went to Pulse Orlando went during that night that shit happened. And then you went home and favorited Trump's tweet after that talking about, I'll take the thank you for warning y'all about ISIS basically is what he Trump, basically what he tweeted that day. Yeah, and man. I, when I, pro, bro, it's funny too because I even released a song immediately after that with the homie uh, Tay. Uh, shout, out to, shout out to homie Tay. But I released a song called Worries and Mishaps. In the song, I write, how are, how are we supposed to be united with all the violence? How are we supposed to be together when all of this don't mean one another, when we all don't love one another? If all lives matter, then why are we still dying? If black lives matter, then why are we still trying? You know what I'm saying? And it's certain shit like that that bothers me because every time I go back, every time, especially that the year comes over where it was a, a year of Orlando Paul shooting, I look at that and I'm like, how would I even think of going into my local ballot location and going on and voting? I vote for Donald Trump, and my second yeah. second option is someone or so forth. Yep. How do I want to about myself, and how do I go on and vote for that? That's yeah, crazy. I don't, I, I, I don't, I just don't understand it, man. There's just a lot of shit about that that I just don't understand. Like, I understand people, I understand people saying that, you know, um. I'm not only defined by this one thing. Like I can understand if a black person that's voting for Trump is saying, I'm not just defined by being black. Sure. Like you, how you define yourself is however you define yourself. And if there's certain things that you agree with and disagree with my retort to that would be, but you do understand that if you're in a situation, they only see you as that. Like, so however you define yourself is completely within your realm of doing so. But as long as you know that they only see you as that, like, okay, you know, okay. I, I have nothing, I have nothing else I could say, man. Like, and that's the big thing. Like, and, and that's why Sarah would say it, but it's also in your, in your, in your perspective. But like, I guess I'm more open about it where I'm like, all right, I respect that. However, you do know, it's like, you're also not not to say anything, but it's like you're also you're standing third. You're you're that to this group of people. You're that yeah. to this group of people. Yeah. But now you're kind of following. I mean, our, our our vice president thinks that he could electrocute you until you feel differently. You know what I mean? Like Mike Pence. Exactly. Mike, Mike Pence spent. Mike Pence invested money. Um, 
in a company that that researched uh, electroshock therapy for for gay people. So our so like to me that's like even even if you have your reasons for voting for these people, you're then by by having by having those reasons and by voting for those people, you're saying what wasn't the the line in the sand for you. You're saying that right. you're saying racism is not the line in the sand. Homophobia is not the line in the sand. Denial of science is not the line in the sand. Uh, this is a hoax. This will go away. That you're saying all of that shit is not a line in the sand. So then I have to, I, I'm, I'm, you're, you're giving me no option, but to assume you're either racist or fucking dumb. You're giving me no option because I can't, as a logical individual, I can't say, I can't see how someone can say all of these things and see all of these things and then still say, well, that's, that wasn't enough for me. That wasn't enough for me. This isn't enough for me. You know what I mean? We're, we're alongside Brazil and India with coronavirus. The only other countries that are still having this much of a problem is the United States, Brazil, and India. Every other Every other developed country major co- that had a major problem with coronavirus is is back to some level of no- January, February normal. You know what I mean? Not normal, but better than us. And we are re-shutting down because we're we're incapable. There's no leadership and we're just incapable of I don't even know, man. It's just that's you know what? It bothers me because I I remember us talking about it too on a separate occasion, but we, we were briefly talking about it because I think you posted about something about how Governor Murphy was uh, basically like, I, I don't want to like talk out of my ass. Like he was basically like in talks of like trying to reopen the state. And yeah. he was like, basically like, it seemed from me and my perspective, it seemed like he was in more of a Russian other state should have been. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, regardless if I live in a state that's got a a bigger, a bigger, um, you know, population number. Regardless of that, you should still be mindful that people are going to also travel along the states. People are also going to go about their business, whether they live in the state or not. Yeah, they're going to go about their business. They're going to go back to work. They're going to go do this and do that. This family business, case. And you got all this shit open, and that's because of our politicians, the people that we're supposed to be looking up to, the people that we're supposed to be putting our tax dollars for, yada, yada, yada. Put it all towards them to simply just say, fuck it. <laughs> you know, and it's, and, and I remember you and I talking about this, like, it's like, we were basically ending the conversation of like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what what really is going on, man? Because it's like, I'm in my state, you even saluted to this motherfucker too. I'm in my state, Cuomo's running this shit and he's kind of like shutting shit down little by little. But I feel like with some states like like Governor Murphy and some other states like, you know, Florida, which we even know is a whole different discussion. Yeah. In a podcast, basically. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking, there's states like that that they don't realize this is only basically part one. So this whole January, February, March type of mindset it's literally only going to last for maybe that amount of time, if anything less, because a lot of people don't realize the second side of flu season is basically right around the corner. Yep. Once fall and shit like that happens, 
motherfuckers are going to be probably right back into the hospital that they was quarantined in the first place. Yeah, wait until, bro, wait until people don't know if they have the flu or coronavirus and everyone gets scared. You know what I mean? Like, we just, there, there was a way to drastically reduce this by now. And we're now at the point where it's too late and we will endure a winter of this that didn't have to be, not that not would have been non-existent, but what's about to happen it didn't from- have to be a thing. It didn't have to be this. It didn't have to be what it's what I what I believe it's going to be. And I think we won't be back to. I don't think we will be back to uh, January, February, or a new normal until 2022, because we're just incapable of. I mean, again, someone can actually have the belief that the mask gives you coronavirus. Someone can actually have. You know what I mean? It's just so we are gonna- just the 30% that thinks like that, bro. And that's the sad part about it. And, and, and we don't even got to talk about coronavirus. We can just talk about public opinion in general. We can just talk mm-hmm. about sanit- sanit- sanitizer. We can just talk about us just cleanse. You know what I'm saying? We can talk about a whole bunch of different shit that eventually has to resort to corona. And motherfuckers are still going to be in that same mindset, whether or not you talk about different topics where they agree with you on, but then they'll be at the end of the day be like, yeah, well, anyway, I'm still going to go back home. I'd rather not suffocate from the mask. <laughs> it's, it's stubbornness. It's, yeah. it, it's really it's all selfishness. It's, it's, it's stubbornness. It's, it's, it's big stubbornness, and it comes to such a degree where it affects not thousands, and not a hundred thousands, millions. And it gets to the point where it's affecting billions. Because yeah. not only are we talking about different countries, where like uh, well not only we're talking about like a different country just by ourselves but even just different neighbors different states all this Mm -hmm. other shit bro and it's 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 just it's just nothing but a wild mindset and to be honest with you you're saying 2022 but if you ask me i don't see shit getting better until like maybe 25 and that's for all i know i could be over exaggerated but with this with this being in discussion you don't know who's exaggerated or not because a lot of people they got their different mindsets where they could be yeah. like oh, exaggerated with even you just wearing a mask and some gloves yeah look <laughs> i mean i mean people can we could the, these uh these governors can start closing things down again in this this winter and people can start like revolting against that you know what i mean and we right then my time frame of 2022 gets extended because it's just one more ignorant decision after the next, and then you just continue this. But right, right. You, you look at all those is, people man. that were trying to. We look at all those people that were trying to protest. Um, I don't remember what state it was, but let's just say Utah. So they were protesting out in Utah, and then we're going down the strips of of blocks that had hospitals on, talking about this pandemic is a fake. Yeah, I forgot where that was. I think it was. Um, I think it was that. Michigan. I think they blocked an ambulance from getting to the hospital. Some shit I mean, like you that. You could have had a whole, you could have had somebody's family member for all, you know, up in that fucking ambulance. And now they're dead because yep. they couldn't get them on a ventilator fast enough because your dumbass was like, Trump is, Trump is saying this, that, and the third, or you're not even talking about Trump. You're just talking about how your own mindset in general is talking about how this pandemic is a hoax. Yeah. All this other shit. Your five minutes on Facebook made you come to the conclusion that all these doctors are lying to you. 
Yeah, exactly. Your five minutes of Facebook just spent 20 minutes of, of, of an ambulance trying to get only around the corner because your stupid ass double parked yo Chevy yeah. Suburban in the middle of a block with a big ass flag talking about this pandemic is a hoax, my guy. You yeah. just wasted that precious time to save another American for all you know could have been you know, I want to be doctor or at least was trying to be a doctor. That yeah, anybody, bro. It's just... It, it, it doesn't matter. It, it, you know what? You're right. It doesn't even matter the scenario. You, you yeah. just wasted your time for your, your, your now this promo or your, your fucking Twitch promo. Your, you know what I'm saying? All because of the fact that you just believed that this shit was a hoax. You just wasted precious time to save another person's life. Yeah. Why? It's wild, son. Crazy, man. So fucking shit. Ugh. Anyway, man. Bro, we've been doing this shit for like almost fucking three hours, bro. That ass? Yeah, it's 5.15. I think we started this at like 2.30. Oh, shit. Right? <laughs> yeah, boy, we on the record. Good baby. shit, man. That's good, man. I appreciate it, bro. Bro, I appreciate this, man. Big shouts out for sure. Once again, man. Big shouts out to you, bro. You literally have been killing this, and you were gonna. I know. I already know, man. You're gonna continue to kill this shit. Whether you, you up Queens, whether you in a different borough, whether you in motherfucking Utah, talking about fucking cop. <laughs> I'll never be in Utah, bro. I'm staying right the fuck here. <laughs> That's the thing, too, man. I don't know how some of you, how some of these people, how some of you people are living in these places and then don't expect what happens. Like the 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 people in Florida that are like, oh my god, I can't believe this happened. I want to be like, really. Really? You live in Florida, <laughs> motherfucker. What do you mean? Some of these people, it's like crazy to me. I feel like I feel like Dave Chappelle back when he was doing SNL. Like, oh my God, he's winning. Really? You were that surprised? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's just whatever, man. It is what it is. Well, for real though, I just want to wrap this up right quick, man. Big shout out to you, bro. Big shout out to you, man. Um, you know with Gino, you know what I'm saying? But um, big shout out to you, bro. You you've really been You've been killing this. You've been an inspiration for me. And I'm sure you've been definitely an inspiration to a lot of folks that are out there listening to your shit right now. Thank you, and bro. I, I appreciate already... you listening, man. And I appreciate you doing this. And, of course. Uh, and we got to work. We... This is a long time coming, I feel like. This is a I long know. Time coming, I, I wish know. I could give you daps right now. That I, yeah. <laughs> there were so many different subjects. I was like, yeah. <laughs> we'll do this we'll definitely do this again bro and you got to send me some music we'll we'll definitely i'm in a like i said before bro i'm in a position to do this better than i've ever been so we will definitely because that that's been a long time coming we got to oh, do some shit together bro I, I i can't wait for us to trade some bars man i don't feel, i don't even feel like anybody that's watching this right now is ready so any of you motherfuckers that's watching this right now just know the homie Italian Stallion, brother. We've been doing this as Facebook threads, my guy. For real. We've been doing this For shit. Real. Schooling everybody up in Longwood. Ain't nobody give a fuck. That's <laughs> okay. funny, man. I don't give a fuck if I'm in a if I feel like Doja Cat on like this Coke rant. But like cause I'm not. But <laughs> this is just wine strictly. But listen. For real though. Big shout out to Gino. Big shout out to everybody that I basically named that it was the biggest inspiration for me. For real though, big shout out to you. I hope you continue to um, really pursue this, whether it's a podcast, whether it's you going on Twitch and fucking people up, even 12 year olds on Fortnite. And you know what I'm saying? Like just shout out to you, bro. You you really you really continue to, to kill this. And I really, especially really, 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 really deeply from the bottom of my heart appreciate that you've been vocal not only for my community, 
for also other people's community, like the LGBT community and stuff like that. So it's, you, it's really, it's humbling knowing that a person like you, from your perspective and from your statue, able to do this right now, and you are completely not giving a fuck about it. And that's See, what I like, and I, and I appreciate that, man. And you, you're not the first person that has uh, said that to me, like, uh, like thanking me for, um, for speaking up and stuff like that. But like, I, part of me, like, it's, it, it, it bothers me so much that you even need to say that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so oh, that's, yeah. that's what continues to make me say that is because like, motherfuckers shouldn't be hitting me up, thanking me for saying that they shouldn't be killed. Or thanking me for saying that they should be equal as everyone else. It's like, yo, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I appreciate it, bro. And um, and same to you, man. Shout out to you for for putting out music and getting out of your own way. And uh, I hope you continue to put it out because your shit is really creative, bro. And and I, like you were saying, I, your I, inspirations before, I could see it. <laughs> and um, like I said, I hope we can make some shit. That means a lot, man. I mean, really, I, it's, it's fucked up. And it's, in a recent song that I'm going to release eventually, I wrote a line where I was like, you know, I'm so subjective at times because I can't seem to really get in the mind state where I feel like I could really get government costs. And it basically is just me saying, like, there's times where I really just feel like, you know, Earl Sweatshirt when he wrote Chum, or like, I'm back a week and I already feel like calling it quits because there's times where I really feel like that. Mm -hmm. And or it's like I don't feel no other inspiration besides what I'm already listening to myself. So yeah. when I hear other people's perspectives on whether or not a record was good or not, it gives me inspiration to just continue to strive more. So yeah, yeah. you just that alone, bro. Yeah, man, you bro. I I mean I've always thought that, and I and I'm always I'm bad at uh, accepting compliments. So a lot of times I don't I don't true. I don't give them like I don't give them out um, like I should, but. There's plenty of fucking dudes, um, but you are probably one of the earliest that I listen to. And it's just from a creative point of like, damn, I would have never thought of that. Like I would have never done that. Or I would like some of the, be <clears throat> some of the beats that you wrapped over, I would have never, I don't have, I don't know. I would have, wouldn't have been able to find the pocket in it or, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. like we were saying before, you appreciate everybody and everybody inspires you for different reasons. And your, your reason for me is similar to your inspirations to you. Like that weird, that um, just extra, like I look at that as extra creative, bro. Like Tyler, the creator is extra creative to me. Oh. Like he's on a different level. Like, I go on for days about that boy. Exactly. So, but yeah, Shit, man. I can, on, I can go on a days for you, homie. I don't even care. I'll, I'll, I'll boost up homies. I don't even care, bro. I will definitely do it. I'll be like, yo, man, homies been schooling me. I mean, I'm not gonna say it completely, but that's my rap side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be like, listen, man, like Hobie's been killing it for for grip, man, and and it's true, man. You really, even even when you moved back, and I remember seeing you back at like the three. <laughs> remember you seeing seeing you back at Longwood Day? You randomly just popped up, and you was like, yo, yeah. I was like, oh shit! I was like, holy shit! I was like, this homie's still kicking it. I was like, and you know, just seeing that, and I remember seeing you, and I. I remember walking away that day, specifically. I remember walking away that day and I was like, homie is really gonna kill it no matter where he goes because he was killing it back here. And now that he's gone and he looks like he's happy or wherever he's at right now. And I don't know if he was in a dark place or not, but 
regardless, you know, if you were in a dark place or not, you were still able to maintain that darkness. And you were still able to maintain that, the quote that I like to go by, if you want the flower to bloom, you got to put it out in the rain. Yeah. It yeah. And that's why I really, once again, I give you some shouts, bro. Thank you, man. Yeah, I mean, bro, back then, I mean, that was a long time ago. That was like... That was a good almost like, what? Probably eight, probably eight or nine years ago. I was probably 15. Already? I was probably 15. I'm going to be 24 in September, so... Exactly. That's crazy. Yeah, man. It's, it's wild, yeah, man. no, I mean, look, I definitely went went through shit when I was younger that, that uh, gave me the perspective and the mindset that I have now, but everybody does, so I never looked at it as any anything different or out of the ordinary but then once you start seeing everybody vocalize their opinions and say some shit you find out who isn't as similar as you th you know what i mean who you don't have as much in common as you thought and and vice versa who you are bro like this trump trump the silver lining of trump being elected was i got to see who was actually fucking yes. with me and who actually was not because if i yeah. if if we're friends for my whole life if we're friends for 15 years and i post three things about donald trump that you don't like and you want to unfollow me and not talk to me anymore then i didn't need your fucking friendship to begin with bro so that's the silver lining to all that and and it drew it drew me closer to other individuals bro other italian dudes that think like me and other white kids that think like me who have probably in their own right lost those same friends now we are drawn to each other you know what I mean? And now it's like, yo, actually, we have this common thing that to me is beyond politics. We moved away from a political argument a while ago. It's a morality thing. It's a set of values. It's a, it's a mindset. There are, there are many things we can disagree with politically and still be cool. There's nothing we can disagree with it, disagree with morally and still be cool. You know what I mean? So. Oh, absolutely. But absolutely. that's it, bro. And that's and that's and that's big respect to you because like you were able to have that different avenue and you were able to be outspoken about that. And well, I've never kept my mouth shut. That shit ain't gonna change. That's that's the bro. one thing I always respect about I, you. Me. I wanna that's I wanna blow up. I wanna blow up because <laughs> I want I want someone to try to cancel me. I want it. Because <laughs> I don't, because I don't totally agree with that cancel culture shit either. I think people can evolve and people can change and people can get better. And you know what I mean? And, and a fucking one tweet, one thought that I had that went in my head and out my head in 10 seconds. Didn't be yeah. So I, part of me wants to, part of me wants to blow up just for that. Also. Like I'm never shutting my fucking mouth, bro. I believe this shit and I'm saying it and it is what it is. If you don't like it, fuck you. You know? Yeah, exactly. And that's, and you know what? I guess I'm going to continue. <laughs> Man, we can take you to put this spiel off. Nah, bro, I can't. I don't. Uh, no, no, no. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. We got to end this shit anyway, bro. My computer, honestly, my computer ain't going to be able to handle downloading this fucking three-hour file, bro. My shit's going to crash now, so we got to cut this shit, bro. I appreciate you, though. <laughs> my shit is going to fucking blow up. This shit going to crash the minute we end this shit, right? Yeah, now. <laughs> awesome. Just my fucking luck. <laughs> hey, bro, listen, man. Big shout out to you one more time. Yeah, See same to you, bro. this shit, boys. Yeah, everybody already did, boy. It's been up with Gino, man. We up on this, man. We see you to bring this live, baby. We're going to bring you a collaboration soon. For yeah, real. man. We we definitely will. And um, I'll definitely Throw hit you up and we'll do this again. We'll do this again. <laughs> All right, bro. Pass that part two. Yeah, for real. All right. Good talking to you, bro. Yes, sir. Thank you again, man. Peace. Yes, sir.